Yo guys, welcome to the No Gym Podcast. We're just gonna record audio and others we're gonna actually put video too so you can see us, our reactions as we talk through things. We don't wanna overload your brain so they're awesome looks. So yeah. we're gonna convert it to I'm, sound. I'm a very cute lad. Yeah, we know um, we can blind your eyes with our good <laughs> Yeah, so basically what this is gonna be is um we're gonna look at some scripture real quick and uh, we're gonna talk about other things too. But primarily, I, I was talking to the guys earlier. Right now, I have Kobe with me. Uh, no Dream Kobe. We have No Dream Youth, which is Kyle. And then you have me, No Dream Jail. Um, and together, we're all No Dream. We're missing one or two members, but it's okay. What if we we're, the core ASMR. we're the core members. We're not doing an ASMR. I hope not. Okay, good. That would <laughs> suck. It would. So me, James, Kyle, and you know, Kobe. I just said me. We're the three core members. Just so put that out there. You said me, James, and Kyle. Anyway, so I was talking to everybody before this, and I was like, hey guys, so before we before we get this started, we want to make sure that we do it right. So uh, this is just us, like our first, I guess you'd call this episode one or something, I don't yeah. know. But this is like us laying down the foundation for what we want to start. Because yeah. honestly, I mean, I'm feeling like right now, I feel like we can change the world. And you guys too, I mean, you guys are listening, you guys are part of us too. Uh, dream team, no dream, whatever, you guys are part of it. Um, and I want you guys to dream team. Yeah, dream I like that too. Dream team, no dream. Yeah, but I want you guys to be a part of this just as much as we are, and I want you guys to enjoy the ride just as much as we are. Without them, there is no no dream. Bro, that's fact. So, huh? Go I ahead, think we should open up with like what no dream is and our controversial, and then we'll pray. Uh, I didn't really know what name that we wanted to call it, and I remember Kyle came up to me, and you know, just out of nowhere, he said the name no dream. I was like, what the world? What, is, what does that even mean? And I started to think about it. You know, growing up, I never really had much, so I saw myself as, you know, someone who was nothing, and I had nothing, and I was always inspired by that verse in the Bible that talked about how we should take up our cross and follow Christ. He took on our sin and became nothing, and that always really, really inspired me. So, you know, no dream. We have no dreams for ourselves. We don't seek desire, fulfillment for ourselves. We live for Christ solely. So in that, we have no dream, but the one dream to praise the one king. So, you know, that's kind of our slogan, and it's kind of catchy, and you're going to hear me say it sometimes, a lot of times, actually. Oh, but man, a lot of times? A lot of times. But it's completely true. Um, it is facts. It I is. want our one desire to be, not just for us, but for you guys listening, I want you guys' one desire to be, to have, you know, one dream, and that is to praise the one king, to glorify God. And uh, I guess my rapper name, my artist name, is going to be No Dream Jail. And jail just, it can stand for two things. It can stand for just encouraging others because that's what I want to do. I want to be able to encourage you guys. Or it can stand for just entertaining one because, you know, really what I want to do is I want to entertain Christ. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, I want to entertain you guys. It would be pretty cool if you guys could hear it. But even if nobody listens to my music or what I have to say, God is listening. And that's the one I want to make proud. So, uh I guess right now we're going to be starting this out. I guess we haven't prayed yet, have we? Mm-mm. Kobe, oh. you want to do that? Yeah, I'll pray. All right, God. <clears throat> God, thank you for allowing us to come together and finally have our first episode. pray that everyone who's hearing this right now, they just listen to the words that we're going to say and that we can impact other people's lives and that we just grow bigger just to please the one true king, our God. Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So, all seriousness aside, you may not hear Kyle's voice too much because we ordered Pizza Hut. Uh, He's challenged. Hashtag <clears throat> best Call me fat already. No, because no, normally, <laughs> normally Kobe eats like everything in sight. Like that man, he just. Oh, just, so you're calling him fat too? Y'all know wow. who Kirby is, right? Like this man. <laughs> this man just inhales food. <laughs> he just inhales it. And, you know, 
I had some sub sandwiches earlier. Yeah. Kobe's not eating too much right now. Kyle's devouring this pizza we have in front of us. It's hard for me not. He's already eating half the pizza. Bro, alright, stop calling me fat. Alright. I, I didn't call you fat. I just said I you haven't met my calorie limit. I just said you ate half the pizza, bro. I didn't call you fat. I haven't met my calorie calorie limit for today. The calorie limit? That's what your first what meal number of the is day? that? That's your first meal. I'm not sure meal of the day. But uh yeah. So like I said before, we wanted to kind of set this up as, as to what we're going to want to do, right? So, um, I mean, I don't know if you guys might be driving or exercising, yeah. um, but I wanted to read something from Second Timothy chapter 2, verse, what is it, 20, right? Yeah. It says, yeah. in a large house, there are articles not only for gold and silver, but also wood and clay. Some are for special purposes and some are for common use. Those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Don't do anything with foolish or stupid arguments, because you know they'll produce quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Opponents must be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to the knowledge of truth, and that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil. Alright, you know... Um, I don't know if you guys go to church who are listening to this. Uh, I know a lot of people that I do know do go to church, and you guys are certainly listening. Um, but what we really want to do with this is we want to want to reach the unchurched because there's a lot of people. Well, it's hard to say the unchurched because there's a lot of people in this day and age that do go to church. Yeah. But you know they're not really living it. I guess they're not really into the whole Christianity. No more about religion than actually following Christ. Yeah, well, I actually... mean, like, if you think about it, like, church has always mm-hmm. been a staple, especially down here in the Bible Belt, where, like, if you aren't part yeah, of you're church... You're a Christian? You know, yeah, I'm a Christian. Yeah. Like, you're almost kind of outcast <laughs> to, to a certain way if you, like, don't go to church a little bit down here in the south. I know up north is... Yeah, we're bit. in Warner Robins, Georgia right now, so, yeah, small town, you know, not that big. Yeah. I know up north is a little bit different where you aren't, I guess, as scrutinized, and also you don't... I guess you don't feel that pressure as much, especially when you grow up. Please don't I know, rob us. We're in Robins. I know, like, a lot of people down here, they were either kind of forced by their parents to go to church, yeah. or if their yeah, parents yeah, weren't religious at all, they <laughs> wouldn't go. And so it was kind of like a, a coin flip, whether they were in church or not in church. Yeah. Um, just just like you were saying, I mean, it's... If you're, if you're only going to church to please somebody else, or, like... It's, it's not really going to work. It's not going to develop a relationship, because, you know, if you're only doing something because you have to... Obviously, you're not going to want to do it because, you know, we as humans seek the easiest path out. So, you know, obviously, you're not going to like it. It's about developing a relationship. Um, I don't know how old whoever's listening this is going to be, but verse 22 in 2 Timothy talks about flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call the Lord out of uh, pure of heart, right? So, it's, it's talking about not... We, we go and chase these things, right? Like we're taught through social media or these mm-hmm. these rap icons or these icons to go and chase the money, the fame, the glory. Um, and I was talking to my friend, well, my friend, Kobe, you're right here, literally right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was talking to Kobe um, at work the other day, and he was talking about how he wanted to work more hours. And I was like, yeah, I mean, you get more money, but you can't trade that time. And we're taught to pursue money at the cost of our time that we can use to impact other people's lives. Um, and we're, we're taught to go and pursue all these things when it's really talking about how we should pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace 
um, in, in place of those things. <laughs> Kobe's playing with his broken <laughs> shoes, totally distracting um, me. Um, something to go back on what you touched on when yeah. it came to like um, pleasing other people by going to church. Yeah. Um, both of you know going through Sunday school that we learned that making our faith our own is is very important. Mm-hmm. And, um, it goes back to the whole, why are you going to church? Is it because your parents make you? Because you want to? Is it because you want to grow your relationship? Is there a girl? Is there a guy? What? For me, it was like, girl. girl. Girl, a lot of times. Run yeah, it down to, like, the yeah. core of it. What is the reason you're going? Past that. That's hard, though. Yeah, and guys, just, just so you know, it won't always be, like, serious stuff like this. But we just wanted to set the tone for what this is going to be. Because oh, yeah. although we will joke around, I mean, we'll see a lot of our goofiness and all that, you know. Let's change the world. Let's let's really do this. Like I know a lot of people are talking about how January is already bad. Um, Kobe Bryant. It's so. perspective, really. I mean, yes, bad things are happening. That is true. It, it's all like you were saying. It's all about the perspective. Yeah. What what way are you looking at twenty twenty? Are you just looking at the bad? Because I know for me, there's been a lot of good in twenty twenty already. Um, I've been going to therapy re- lately, and it's like it's a building process for me. Yeah. And, like, there are some down points of it where, like, sometimes I regress. But it's that understanding that I am regressing to progress. And, um, though there's been some tragedies in 2020, um, I think we have to look back at 2019, 2018, all the way back to 2016. There's tragedies all throughout that. It doesn't necessarily make it all a bad year, even Mm -hmm. if some of the starts weren't the best. Um, but when you get down to it, like, even though starts aren't the best, it makes it valuable for those endings to be even better yeah um I, I mean if you everybody's so worried about all the bad that's in the world that we don't really focus on the good like it's not even focusing on the good we don't go out and make the good like happen. i mean that's like, also because like news articles that's what they push they push the bad because that's because it gets views that's what's gonna bring, in, yeah, gonna bring in news that's yeah. what's gonna bring in money and again that goes back to the whole thing what are you chasing and yeah, like coronavirus and all yeah, <laughs> Corona. Uh, what are you chasing? And like, every year. <laughs> again, that, that goes back to um, in verse twenty two. Yeah, right? what are you useful, chasing? Useful you passions. Yeah, and money is definitely a useful passion. Whether you're of course, or not. Yeah. like from, especially in America, from when you start growing up, what do you hear about money, money? Yeah, money, chase money, the American money. dream, and so get what you want. Everybody's going to push their narrative, whether it's good or bad. Typically, bad because that's again that's what pulls in views. That's what pulls in ratings. Yeah. Because when you have that bad negativity, people want to know what that is, so that way they can avoid it as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, honestly, what what we're, I mean, you've heard Kyle say, you've heard Kobe say, 2020 is on how you look at it. Like, yes, there's bad stuff, but go and create the good, and basically that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to do awesome our little part. Um, I mean, hey, you guys, if you listen to this and you're inspired, and you're like, hey, we're doing this No Dream Nation, yeah, we'd love you to hashtag that. But over, over glorifying us, I want, you, I want you guys to glorify God instead. You know, tell people, I'm doing this because Jesus inspired me to do this. Or I'm doing this because Christ led me to do this. And his love is so overwhelming and abounding and growing inside of me that I really, really want to do this. So it's, it's less about us. Like I said, nothing. Like no dreams, no dream symbol, logo. Um, I'm trying to get it officialized and all that. And uh, we have it written down, but in my... In my logo, especially, uh, J-O, the O is a zero, actually, because um, I want to decrease as Christ increases, and I, I recognize that I'm nothing, so Christ can be something, that he can be everything in me, um, and I hope and I pray that's for everybody here.
But I, like a, a big a big thing I feel like, especially now like hearing all the bad stuff in twenty twenty, I feel like a lot of hope is already lost. Yeah. And um, I think that's a big thing. Not only as a Christian, but also as like like a person in general. You it's. You don't need to lose hope. Hope is something you have to hold on to. And I think it's easier as a Christian, most definitely, because you put that reliance, faith, and hope, and trust in God that he's going to carry you through regardless of how good or how bad it is because he's always there. And I think it's a whole lot harder, say, as before you met Christ, especially a lot of us can testify to that, yeah. how, how much harder it is to hold, hold out for things because you're putting so much weight and so much pressure on yourself because you're like... I can do this. I got this. I'm going to make it better. But you can do some things to make it better. That is true. Yeah. But there's eventually a point where you and your own works don't make it good enough. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, I, have a, I have a professor. Um, if you guys didn't know, we're all in college, uh, 18, 19 years old. And uh, me and Kobe have the same class. And we have this history professor. He's like one of the best I've ever been taught by. And he said this thing is, he said, neither stark romanticism or harsh reality. And that's a lot of big words, so I'm going to try to break that down. You wrote that? Yeah, neither stark romanticism or harsh reality. And then he said, uh, <laughs> you don't pay attention. <laughs> but sure, you do, Kitchard. But basically, what I'm saying is, you know, our generation is kind of soft. Um, you know, we get affected by a lot of things emotionally that wouldn't have affected the previous generation, but also we're kind of well, hard. Wait, I'm I'm getting there. Right, right. Also, we're kind of hardened and tough because you know if somebody. Can you explain what that means. I'm getting there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, as soon as somebody rubs us the wrong way, we pop off on them. Well, I think when. Go ahead. Go ahead and finish. Uh, when uh, really that's that's not how things should be. There has to be there really has to be a balance, you know, because uh, like if you guys don't know my testimony, I'm not gonna say the whole thing, but I was hurt by a lot of people, and one of them told me I told them hurt people hurt people. And they basically told me, hey, suck it up. You're going to get hurt in life anyway, so you might as well, you know, boss up, get used to it. And I guess I came to a point now where I realize, yes, I'm going to get hurt, and that's partially true. I do need to be stronger. But it's also okay for me to be weak and open because through my weaknesses and open, opening up to people, uh, Christ can shine brighter through me, and he'll cover up those weaknesses, and I'll become stronger than I can ever be by myself. So, you know... Neither start romanticism or harsh reality is just a bigger, fancier way of saying, you know, don't don't be too hard, but yet don't be too soft. Um, to go back to what you said, like we pop off, yes. I I think Gen Z millennials this that the other week. There's, there's a time for that, right? We we pop off. Um, I think I think because again, back then news didn't get around as quick. And so Twitter wasn't available to say the other. So with social media, it's easier to see pop-offs rather than yeah. back then. Things spread fast. Because, like, back then, you would just handle it in your backyard with fists. It was good. And it was good. And um, Pistols. And I think when you pop off now, it, it's become such a, like, attention-seeking thing. Because then, look, then you have everybody who has their phones out recording it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... But I think also the emotional unstableness comes from broken families. Yeah. As you know, 50, over 50% of marriages fail. Yeah. And sometimes those people have kids, or even out of wedlock, those people have kids, and those homes are already broken. And me and you both know, coming from broken homes, how, effect, how affected a child is by not either having two parents in the household, one walking out, and one not being there. 
Yeah, you guys haven't heard our uh, testimonies yet, and we'll get to that in a later podcast if you request it. Well, even if you don't request it, we're still going to do it. Um, But yeah, uh, we'll definitely get to that. Go on, Kyle. You had to catch me in a mouthful of food, didn't you? (laughs) Just as you took a bite full of pizza. But um, I know we've gotten kind of off track with this, but I think this is still kind of spot on about where what direction we want to take this going forward. Well, I mean, it's all about like making God the focus. Yeah, making so, God the focus, making Him the center. Even if we seem to like get off topic, it all points back to Him. Because like, even though me and you both have broken families, the way He's guided both of us through is amazing. Like the the story. So because He's um, college ministry on Monday nights, and um. Me and James both shared our testimony to start out with. Yeah. And so, we both have kind of similar stories when it comes to not having two two parents in the household. And so, we went through, though they they turn out to be very different, it's how God impacts us is almost the same. He comes and seeks us out where we are. I think that's like the biggest thing, that God comes out to seek you, even though we didn't ask him to. And that constant pursuit, I think, is something we get lost in as Christians. That no matter whether we've accepted him or not, he's continuing to pursue us and wanting us to grow in him. And I think we forget that a lot of times, especially when we get into these big sermons and preaching that we pass over that God is continuing to pursue us. Mm -hmm. And that even when time seems dark or time seems light as ever, he's still right beside us and making sure that we follow him in everything he's taught us. All right, so uh, this one's a little short, um, but it doesn't have to be short. I mean, I mean we can I, keep going. I mean, I mean like yeah, but I'm we can we can say material. Like, this is just like the opening pilot kind of episode, so like, we don't we don't need too much. It's just so. What much. you mean? We don't need it's too okay. much. You know, we I can, can keep talking. We can keep going. I mean, we will, we will, we will. Yeah. But the next one's got to be kind of funnier because this one was like. A little bit serious. Well, I mean, like, not all podcasts I mean, are going to yeah, be funny. Yeah, yeah. Not but, all I mean, podcasts are going to be serious. I, I want mean, that extra spice, like the sauce. I know, I know. I want the but sauce like, in the podcast. But, like, we're, we're talking about, like, serious stuff here because, like, this, this comes down to your salvation. This comes down to your soul if we, if we get down to, like, the finite point of what we're talking about. It gets down yeah. to where is your soul going to be in eternity? <laughs> Kobe, what did you do? <laughs> Why are you leaning back? <laughs> This man Kobe's Can about I to fall asleep. No. <laughs> no, no. Oh yeah, so I'm here, guys. Um, I'm here. You guys who are with us, right? Um, we don't really have an official name for you guys, but uh, I kind of like the name Dream Team. Oh, so yeah. if you guys are with it, I mean, I'm with we're it. down. I'm with You're with it. Yeah. Okay. Dream yeah. Team. I'm with it, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just serious. Like, sounds I really like that's a good name. Yeah, uh, we got big things planned for 2020. Well, not we do. God has big things planned for 2020, and you know, it's not us. I mean, it kind of is. We're stepping out. We're um, his vessels. Yeah, we're his, we're not we're not trying to like put ourselves at the forefront. We're really trying to put God at the forefront. So if you see us, you know, on social media posting things, um, I mean, obviously you're gonna look at us because you know we're talking and doing these things. But just know who it's all for, who we all do it for. Um, so, yeah, like I said, we have no dream but the one dream, praise the one King. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really I think that's a big thing we get lost in is. We forget sometimes our purpose of what we're supposed to be doing. Huh. And that's living out the gospel and being the action life. <laughs> bro, that that's sucks. I just dropped pizza sauce all over. No, no, no. You didn't drop it, bro. That came out. That was, like, that was like a zit just popping on your hand. Stop describing it. <laughs> you disgusting. Mm. Anyway, bro. Now nobody's going to eat pizza. Up. Ever again. Mm. No. 
I'm gonna eat. Hey, that was pretty good. Yeah. Don't discourage me. But uh, <laughs> we know it. We don't. <laughs> but um, yeah. like going going back to what I was saying, like I think we get lost in the fact that we lose our purpose. Yeah, I think because sometimes you you go so long and you get lost of who am I doing this for again. And so your purpose is like, I'm doing this for God, to bring him glory to his kingdom and to bring people in. Because, like, as Christians, we're all given the Great Commission, which is to go out and make disciples of all nations. You'll hear that over and over and over and over. But to actually do that, um, we're going through a Bible study with our college ministry yeah, and um, in our sermon <laughs> series at church. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Not Mr. Chris and Stephanie. Uh-huh. Oh, Pastor Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, our... our um, Leading Pastor Jacob, um, it, our sermon series is the one. You're one, yeah. Yeah, you're one. yeah. And it's about going out and um, finding that one person you need to bring to Christ. Or, or talk, two, or three. Or two or three. Or just start with one. Start with one. Or just even talk to him in general. And though I feel like it's important to go out and make disciples, because it, it's in the Bible and everything, starting from the inside is so important too. Yeah. Like um, your mom was saying the other day that, like, don't talk about my mom. It's important. Oh. She said it. I guess it is. Uh, I'm not going to quote the Jay. wrong person and like Jay. take credit or like... Call me Jay. <laughs> yeah, my mom calls me Jay. Or Jay, man. My real name is James Lingard, if you guys didn't know. Add me on Snap, uh, Insta, all that. You, know. you didn't even tag yourself. You just said oh. James Lingard. They're going to yeah, find you that way. I really didn't. And, um... So, like, to go back to what your mom said the other day, it was like... Make sure you go... <laughs> oh my gosh! You just shot this rubber band thing. But to like make sure you <laughs> you find inside the church who who isn't a Christian, I think that's real important because if you don't start with your own uh, your own body, yeah, in your own congregation, it's hard to go out and make new ones. And then those those new ones who come in who don't know any better, they're like, what's the difference between these guys who call themselves yeah. Christians who go to church? Who are already here before me, but they don't act it out, and so they you get that bad impression, that bad mold for the new ones that come in. Yeah, and there's there's lots of different ways you can do that. Like I play soccer, um, I'm I'm cold in Smash Bros. Ultimate, I'm Nintendo Switch. So you're such a nerd. If anybody wants you're to try me, I play Kirby, he's Mega a, Man. And he's a weeb. He's alright. If anybody, he's a weeb. If anybody right. wants to try me in Smash don't Bros. Y'all, <laughs> I'm not gonna brag because I suck at. If anybody wants to try me in Smash Bros, suck. it's it's easy raps. I um, suck. Bro. But yeah, that's that's just another way you can reach people. Just find whatever you're good at that God's blessed you with and use it to reach people. I so mean, like I, Kyle, I, I, I think Kyle, we passed it up. Kyle, what, what I said we we're ending this like three no, minutes ago. Uh, hey, see, no. we're we're still no. going. Bro. Closing statement. No, closing no, statement. Closing statement. From each of you, what do you have to say, Kyle? I mean, we we all have our gifts and abilities, and to use that to our greatest advantage for Christ, I think. Again, uh, it's like things that should be common knowledge, but it gets passed over because it's common knowledge, and um, like FCA is like such a big important like organization that's inside the high schools now that you invest into because fellowship of Christian athletes you're taking people who are good at sports but you're investing the gospel as much as you can especially from outside sources me and James both know being leaders of FCA you get to do these (laughs) interesting thing about that I technically wasn't a leader yes you were Mm -hmm. because you didn't fill an application did you no but there's a captain or a co-captain and I didn't show up till senior year so um I was like a 
I was like a secret. I was like a shadow captain. You weren't a shadow captain. I was like you a were, shadow captain. You were labeled a secret as a captain. I had a label. Yeah. You were just calling me things without my knowledge. So everyone knew what you were except for you, apparently. But um, going wow. back to what I said, I story think, of my life. I think we pass over like the important <laughs> traits that we all have and the gifts we all have. But I also think it's hard to find out what those gifts are, especially no. as you're either growing in Christ or learning in Christ, because like. We all have that big question. What are my gifts? What are my talents? And so sometimes you get lost in that. I need you to stop. <laughs> you are so distracting. This playing with his shoe. You guys can't see it, but it's really <laughs> distracting. <challenges. laughs> so what are you challenging? for me... Uh... <laughs> Alright, Kevin, yeah. closing your What are your challenges? Yeah, your broken shoe is a challenge. You need uh, to get that thing fixed. I think a closing remark for me is... Hashtag Probably. kicks for Kobe. Hey, Let's get this man Kobe some new kicks. I have new kicks. <laughs> These are my play shoes. <laughs> we were playing basketball earlier. He keeps Kobe. calling them play shoes. Dude, we don't we're playing play. basketball earlier. Kobe, we're 18. We don't, we don't play. I'm what 19. Do you want me to say? Gaming shoes? No, just say these are my shoes. Athletic shoes. Athletic Athletic shoes. We don't have, I don't care. We don't have play See, shoes. See, this goes along with my point. <laughs> what is your point? <laughs> this is my point. My make your, make your closing statement. See, something I struggle with, like, you know, even if you are a Christian, it can be... It can like be easy for you to be jealous about what other Christians are talented in. Mm-hmm. So just do, just walk your walk with God. I mean, I, I think just stay in the word. Hey, this is my point. Right? Uh, no, no, no. But See, I'm, I'm gonna let you talk. We can't interrupt. We can't interrupt. Did this I interrupt you? No. All right, Cody. Proceed. You know, just stay in the word and don't worry about what other people are doing or what other what like if you see somebody doing something that you think you want to do too, just trust in God and He'll provide your way. Uh, real quick, Chase. There's mm-hmm. my closing remark. To go along with Kobe, like. You being like not that old as a Christian, how 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 do you take the perspective? And, like, can you give us some insight on like what it's like to look at other people who don't have the same talents as you, or that you see have? Wait, what do you mean? So like, say say take James for instance, right? He I'm jail. <laughs> do you, do you call like call me jail? Do you like public speaking? Say my name, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle say well. my name. Yeah, do you like say my do name? Th- do you think James is very talented at public speaking? Yeah, he's really good. Call do you feel like you're talented at public speaking? I don't know what I'm good at. Guys in and public, so, like, call me Jail. Go- going along with what you were saying, like, what what thought process do you go through when like you you kind of have that where you don't really know what your talents are? Uh, but just just the thing with me, like when I, I like being good at everything. That's just one of my problems. Like when I see somebody who's better than me at anything, I want to be good. At, I want to be better than them at it. So that's just something I struggle with. I try to be good at too many things. So just try to, I don't know, just don't worry about being good at everything. Is it my turn? Is it my turn? Well, I mean, if you want it to be your turn, but I mean, <laughs> I, me and Kobe, I feel like are down to like go for another 30 minutes. I mean, we can. After I, mean, I say my closing remarks, and then we really won't close. And I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I'm like a, a, newly, a new Christian, because, you know, I've been going to church since I was like really younger. I guess like I'm trying to, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to, be my own Christian now, I guess. Yeah, trying I to find you. my own way. Make it your own. You know, but I've known, I've definitely known Christ and followed Him since I was really little. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's that's right. I didn't know that did that. I right, guys, I clips like uh, that. Guys, I yeah. listen to your closing remarks. Listen to mine. You're so whiny sometimes, bro. Damn. <laughs> All right, guys, let me put on my awesome voice. <clears throat> awesome. What's up, y'all? No drum jail. Morning voice. Uh, Hit him with the band as he's talking about it. He can't hold it. (laughs) Guys, uh, yeah, no dream jail. 
No Dream Jail. Uh, no Dream Jail. Oh, do, yeah. I sound like, do I sound cool? No. Let me know if I sound cool, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you sounded so... Like, Hit me up needy. if I sound cool. You sounded so needy. Um, Hit me I, off. I, I, I really, I really want to sound cool. But anyway. Testing. Um, one, two. Testing. These are my clothes. Let me close my... Let me close Yo, interrupted me. Shh, Kyle interrupted. I mean, you... Why are you leaning in? You've interrupted you. Right, I'm leaning over to you. Why are you leaning over, bro? Because I want to. You must want to I'm kiss leaning. him. All right, go ahead. All right. No dream, no homo. We're not into that, okay? No dream, no homo. You know what I have to say? <laughs> Go far, don't down. We take a biblical stance. Wow, the maturity level. The maturity level in this place is amazing. Like it's just sky high. None of our brains have fully developed. My brain has been fully developed since I was three. I was until twenty five. I was not until twenty five. Ever since age two, I was walking around like Mega (laughs) Mind. My brain was huge. So you were big headed. Yes, I've always had a big forehead. It's been to contain my brain. So it's not a forehead, then it's a five head. No, it's more like a three head. That means you don't have a... Do you know what the word forehead means? Yes, you can put four feet. And guys, we're getting excited. Okay. <laughs> You're getting excited. Back, right? to, Me, come here on the back to my points. <laughs> you love to see it. <laughs> Bro, that was cringe. I'm not going to lie. It was. I had the wet floor sign. Catch my slipping. Catch my sign. Slip on it. Flip it. Yeah, I always say something before I leave, and uh, I say that usually, and Kobe just mixed all the words up <laughs> together. Yeah, I don't care more what you be saying. But, <laughs> but what? That's our closing remark. No, that's not. Our, no, we can't use that. <laughs> yeah, it's copyrighted. It's my racist. Yeah. Um. But anyway, back to back to what I was saying before. At the very Bottom beginning. Flip. No, I feel like we could close this out uh, by saying the very same thing that we said at the beginning. You know. We could we could really change the world. We could really have an impact on those around us if we take this thing slightly seriously. As seriously as as serious as serious as we can possibly take it. Like we we're charged with going and taking the crust. Eat the crust. Your mom know you. She'd be upset. At you. We're charged with going and uh, taking the good news of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth, right? And that involves reaching people and touching people. So that's really all we're trying to do. We're nobody special. Um, we're just trying to be used, doing our best, trying to be used by God. So I know, I don't know about Kobe and Kyle, but if any of you guys are going through anything or want to talk about anything, or if you're not saved, come and talk to me. If you see me in public, don't be afraid to walk to me and hit me up because, you know, I... Yeah, reach out. I think reaching out is something that is, again, not preached enough. We tend to hold things in, especially guys, um... But bro, and that, girls that, too, that's but. A, that's another talk for another day. Yeah, that's for another day. We, bro, we we could get into that really bad about how guys just kind of build up everything, whether it's yeah. it's anger, it's emotion, whether it's sadness, whether it's happiness. I, I feel like I feel like I tend to hold in a lot of things. But again, that, that's a talk for another time. Yeah, we have a lot of pride. Yeah, we do have a lot of pride. I don't. Yes, you do. That's a big lie. It's all no, no, I'm the no. biggest man. See, some hey, of our, hey, but that's not pride. That's the truth. Oh, okay. I'm good at prop. Okay, you're good at prop. I mean, oh, smash, smash. So you guys are confusing my slipping. words. You guys are confusing my words. Um, but yeah, some of it's automatic. What do you say? You sound like Coffee Little Um, But yeah, we're going to be talking about going into the mind of, of the average guy our age. So some of you female the listeners. The average guy our age. The average guy. So some of you female listeners might want to tune in, tune into that, you know. Might want to might want to listen to that. Yeah, everybody's perspective is different. Of know? course, of course. But we hear my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's 
kind of scary. But anyway, um, no, it's not. Um, how do we end this? Uh, we keep talking. This is how no, we end it. this this is how we end it. How long is it? All right. It's, 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 it doesn't matter. It's, um, it's like a bit. Let's. I mean. Let's what. I feel like this is a good stopping point before we start by new one because, you know, this is the first one we're posting, but uh, there's definitely going to be more after this. Obviously, by the time y'all get it, it's going to be way later because we're still trying to figure out how to actually post it. Yeah, so uh, it's going to be a little bit later, but um, I'm looking to kind of record these in advance so then we can have like a release schedule of when we'll release them. And it'll be way easier. I want to do more interesting things, like not just uh, biblical talks like this, but, you know, I want to have, like, I was thinking about having Freestyle Friday, where we just get in my car, play beat, and we just freestyle. You know, like, I'm the only one who does not freestyle. Well, all of us are terrible freestylers. Like, I'm a rapper, but I write. I don't really freestyle, so it doesn't really matter. Um, I rank myself D tier, which is... They don't, they don't know what that... No, 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 no. So, Go there's A, B... Yeah. There's A, B, C, D. I'm bottom... Of D. And yeah. so James is like top of C. Nobody understands what you're saying, Kyle. Kobe. That's is, nerd talk. Alright. So, um, I don't know what Steven says. wrapping this up, <laughs> go out. <laughs> like I said, that Vaseline? <laughs> yes, there's Vaseline on my counter. If you guys don't know, I'm a dark boy, okay? I need my Vaseline for my soft skin. Bro, is that, is that what that is? Though? Let go of my vest. That's why your hands are so greasy. <laughs> my hands are not. Right. <laughs> like, anyway, guys, uh, share this podcast, spread it. We really want to, we really want to get this thing going. Who well, knows? I mean, I mean Kyle, let me. Every shit. every single time I try to say you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, we're ending. It. Let me speak. But you have to tell our schedule. Our schedule Kyle, is going to be weekly. weekly. All right. Weekly yeah, it's going to be a weekly schedule. Um, with uh, with clips huh? in between. No. Yeah, we're gonna have stuff in between to bro, hold you guys daily over. Pod, bro, that's hard. Daily podcast, that's hard. <laughs> You're like a little kid. <laughs> um, dang, not even for good. Oh, <laughs> like I was saying before, uh, we can take this as far as you know, with with God, not even the sky's the, the limit. Above. No, not yet. It's past the stars. Uh, we're going past the moon. Yeah, exactly. Past the stars. So yeah, so we're going Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. I don't. That's that's kind of weird. We flex with them. They're playing with my flesh. Sure, I'm gonna need you to open up the door. Sure. Kyle, stop! I'm trying to close. This isn't that any we can take. <laughs> we can take this as like seriously as we need to, but um, take it seriously as we need to. But you never know what God can do with you unless you step out. So you know, share this. You know, and go and spread the love of Christ and positivity wherever you go. Um, no dream jail. Signing out, dreamers. Go do what God has called you to do. Because sign out. That's I'm gonna let you guys sign out. But I'm what? addressing them though. No the guys, no, imagine that I'm looking at you guys. All right, all right. That's Take a deep breath that's and listen. It I is. I, I want this moment to be intimate. You guys can change the world. The world, though. <laughs> you, you guys can change the world. Like for real. I mean, if you. If everybody does their part, and I know that sounds kind of cliche because that's what we're told as kids, but... It's the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. No, it's not. Oh, technically it's 2020. It's the Roaring Twenties. The... I got it from passion. Yeah, I know. But growing up, you know, we're always taught that... This is our... Voice. We're special. Yeah. 
yeah, we're always taught that we're special, we can make a difference. And then I found out after I graduated high school that going into the world, the world would do its very, very best to kind of beat that out of you and uh, tell you you're not special, you're just like everybody else. But each of us has been given a purpose and a calling in our lives. So go out and do what you do. Uh, dream big, but don't just dream, accomplish it. And don't just make those dreams like goals for you to accomplish, but like guys, literally... But, bro, don't make these goals just things for you to accomplish. Like, it's... Can you hear them laughing? Can you hear them laughing? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know why they're laughing. You guys are... (laughs) This man Kobe said, dream big princess. (laughs) Y'all are stupid. You know what? Dream team. Go out. Do what y'all do. Kyle? No Dream Youth, out. To Infinity and Beyond. That can't be your catchphrase. It's copyrighted. How long you see it? Are you going to sign up? Oh, yeah. Uh, signing up. Alright, guys. Yeah, no Dream Jail. Signing out. See ya. I'm going to do it like this. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Thank Stay tuned for updates on our Instagrams. Links will be in the description below. We are so excited for what God's gonna do. Like, comment, subscribe, and hit those bell notifications. <laughs> Get away from the mic. Alright guys, but for real though, we got no dream but the one dream to praise the one king. No dream out. Also, guys, um, thank you so much. Our first video reached, what is it, 305 views? Yes, sir. And, you know, that's a pretty, that's like an entire congregation of a big church. So, or at least a college classroom at a big college. And we're so excited for that. So, thank you guys so much. Um, this has expanded far beyond what we ever could have thought it would. Oh, absolutely. At least for a podcast, too. Like, we haven't even started doing, like, our actual stuff that we're super hyped for. But it's expanding pretty fast. And, and so, also, kind of a little... A little bit of a stone, a stone. pebble. Okay. Out of 305 of you who've watched our video, there's only, what, 51 subscribers? Frodo, like, okay, so our videos get a decent amount of views. 
and only a small percentage of you are, are subscribed. Are subscribed. Just go ahead. What's up with that? Hit that little square rectangle. It's it's red. It says subscribe. It says subscribe, and then after that, hit that little bell next to it and hit all. And then type something funny in the comments. Exactly. Or something meaningful or whatever you want to type. And when you hit that bell. And hit the little thumbs up thingy too. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. And hit the bell next to the subscribe button. Yes. So that way when we post a video, a vlog, a challenge video, or another podcast. Or music. Or music. Or music. Or music. You get it instantly to your phone. You will. And what was I going to say? It doesn't matter. Because leave something encouraging in the comments too. Because that uplifts us. And also, even if you don't like listen to our channel or anything and you're just popping by, like just go ahead and subscribe anyway. I mean, you can just scroll past the video, like it up, whatever, because all YouTube cares about is numbers. And if we really want to make a difference, we gotta get more people on this. That's so nice. share it, like it up, get the numbers up. Hey guys, quick volume warning for what's about to happen. Hello! My name is No Dream Jail. Welcome to the ASMR podcast, <laughs> well, where suck. we do ASMR. On the screen, we'd have to put volume warning over and over and over, uh, and they still want to be prepared. And then all they hear is, "Yeah." Um, today we're talking about trust, and you probably trusted that when I said ASMR podcast that I was gonna but whisper you, at you gently. You didn't say ASMR with my I said ASMR voluptuous podcast. succulent voice. But no, Succulent? this is not a yes. This is not an ASMR podcast. But we are talking about trust, and you can trust us on that. <laughs> What's going on, guys? It's No Dream You here. Yeah. And hmm? with me today. Oh, I'm No Dream Jail. As you already heard, and like Jail also said, we're talking about trust today and yeah. how we can trust in the Lord. I think that's the biggest thing. Yep. That's what we're talking about. Alright, so the passages we're going to be reading from today mm -hmm. is in Romans 8, Proverbs 3, okay. and Psalms 56. Let's go. But before we do that, Joe, a word from our sponsors. Jesus, let's pray. That was it. That was pretty good. I know, right? Let's pray. Uh, God, I thank you for another day of health and just waking us up and allowing us to witness for you. I said you helps to talk about trust and what all that means to trust you in the current circumstances and be with us always. And you're going to pray. Amen. Amen. These current circumstances They're are crazy. crazy. But that's with another the, podcast. With the Coco. Oh, that's what my mom calls it. Because we can't, we can't call it by its real name on YouTube. Oh, oh. We have to call it that virus that is going around right now. Can we say Coco? No, we can't say that either. We can't say that either? No. Mm. We can only say, we can say Coco. That's, that's... We'll just call it, no, not Coco, just the Co. The Co? Yeah. Oh, we can... And we don't mean Kobe, we're talking about the Co. Oh, we can, you know, call it Modelo. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Keep going, gone. Read your verses. Read your verses. <laughs> All right. Starting in verse 23. Mm-hmm. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the sp of the spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption okay. as sons the redemption of our bodies for in this hope we were saved mm -hmm. now this hope that is seen is not hope ah for who hopes for what he sees but if we hope for what we do not see we wait for it with patience likewise the spirit helps us in our weakness for we do not know what to pray for as we ought 
but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. The Holy Spirit moans at us? Groans. Oh. Groans. And he who searches hearts knows what is what is in the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all mm-hmm. things work together for good. For those who are all who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, like in order that. that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Mm-hmm. And those and those whom he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. That's a lot of big words. That is a lot of big words. But that was from verses 23 to 30. So what does that mean? So this is when, you know, our big boy Paul, you know, used to be called Saul. The went, baller. The G. Went to Damascus, then saw the light. Paul was goaded, for real. And then he's talking to the Roman church at this point. Because, you know, it's in Romans. Mm-hmm. He's talking to the Roman church, who are kind of bit scared right now and they're like ah what do we do sure continue <laughs> <laughs> and so like he says in verse 20 24 for in this hope we were saved and the hope in christ we were saved yep now hope that is seen is not hope and so you're like what does that mean jail what does that mean jail what what does it mean oh um we trust in like okay trust isn't like a physical quality like it's not something you can go and grab it's like something that's unseen you know so stupid what we forgot to read the definitions oh snap we should probably <laughs> do that after we finish this point okay cuz we they might not be keen on what the word trust means um, i feel i feel stupid now I man i'm pretty sure everybody knows what it is but it would help if we had a concrete definition okay but also paul's talking about having hope in the things we don't see right. like the spirit as he goes on mm-hmm. do you see the spirit james like physically tangent like if i touched your forehead would you be touching the spirit's forehead honestly bro i've been locked in the house for like three days straight because of the virus that's going around the I, thing that everybody is talking about i'm pretty sure i'm developing superpowers bro from this isolation <laughs> like it's like supernatural like something like that i don't know but the main verse we were focusing on is romans eight twenty eight. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. And for those who are called according to his purpose. Mm -hmm. And towards the end of that um, passage that you read, it talked about, what was it? Let me see. Uh, And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he justified. And then it goes on and on. So, you know, sometimes it's hard to believe that what God made us to do, it's hard for us to believe that we're actually capable of that because we're so focused in our capabilities. So we have to trust that God called us. And then we have to trust that because he called us, there's a reason, which means we're justified. There's a reason why we've been called. So, yeah, that's also something. All right. So let, let's get these definitions out of the way. I can do that, actually. Can you? I typed them down. All right. So trust. A firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, and strength or strength of someone or something. Okay. And then my other two definitions mm-hmm. are certainty based on past experience okay and then the trait of believing in the honesty and reliability of others very cool so i think when you hear the word trust which one do you relate to the most the last one the last one because it refers to people like because we, we live in america right 
So it's not that hard to trust objects that are made. Well, for me, at least. Like, I, if I see my bed, I just run and jump in it. Like, or the floor, I just step on it. Like, you were used to things being pretty well made. So it's not really, I don't, I mean, I know what something that's unstable looks like, you know? So I'm, it's usually with trusting people that I find more difficult. Like, so what is that? I'm going to give kind of like an imaginary example, like an imagery example. One yeah. that you can see. Okay. <laughs> Salud. Thanks, Miss Nall. Continue. Oh, you didn't give me the desk there. Everybody else does. So I was walking out of Walmart, and I sneeze, and this guy... In his- oh, snap! <laughs> <laughs> you know, just Get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to quarantine you and spray you down with Lysol. You know, sneezing is a part of, you know... Sure, whatever excuse you want to give, Kyle. Get out. Just because I'm Asian, you think... Get I'm- out! Get out. You're just as allergic to pollen as I am. True. But and, I take my medicine. But I don't have medicine to take right now. That's tough, bro. I'll be watching you. That's fine, bro. Continue. As long as they don't cough a lot, then you should be fine. Continue with your furniture example. You foiled it. I didn't it's even fine. say that. It's I didn't fine. even say that it's part fine. yet. We were, we're talking about beds earlier. We can go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So the image example I give is say, James, you walk into a room. You see two chairs. Two? You see two. Oh, one for each of us. No. Thanks for considering It's just that. you. Oh. You're in a room by yourself. Oh, I'm used to that. Go on. And then you see two chairs. Okay. One, already built out of, you know, great material from Ikea, mm. built for you. Lazy Everything's boy. perfect. Wow. Don't have to worry about Hurt it. Chair? If you want. Yes. Let's go. That's on the left side. Oh. On the right side mm-hmm. is a chair that, mm. hasn't, that hasn't been sat in for 100 years. Mm. Has three legs. Missing the front right, wooden, dry rotted, dusty. Brings back memories, bro. Which one are you going to sit in? Hmm. The hover chair. Because that's what you want. The, yeah, because that was cool. <laughs> well, the one that's obviously not broken and dry rotted and missing legs or anything. So, but why? Why would I choose the other one over the one that's jacked up? Because you have trust in that chair. Versus mm-hmm. trust in that chair. Because you can see what it is from the outside. So from an outside perspective, why would God have trust in us if we're like the broken, jacked up chair because of our sins? That's a great question. Exactly. And we'll answer that towards the end. Wow. Make him keep listening. Yeah. Nice. God. <laughs> and so God is that hover chair that James wants. Always. Hmm. He will never become the old rugged chair that could break on you by blowing wind on it. Hmm. You're in a vacuum site. But you have oxygen, but the room is a vacuum. So that way, you can actually blow <laughs> I'm so confused <laughs> right now. Alright, so now that we've defined what trust is, so what, what er- there's a lot we can talk about here with trust, right? Mm-hmm. Alright, so the first group of trust, or first level of trust, is friendship, right? So we have multiple levels. We will start... Um, to, with the people that are closer to you, like friends, um, family, and then we'll get into your deeper relationships, like your parents, or maybe even dating. I'm not an expert on that. That's you, but um, expert. dating expert, resident dating expert, and then most importantly, we have our trust with Jesus. Um, so make sure you stay till the end. So trust between friends, right? So Kyle, do you trust me? Of course. Ah, without a doubt, James. Yes. Do you? Trust me? Um, yeah, sure. 
Alright, so yeah, I trust you. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um you have anything on trusting anything particular before we get too deep? I mean we're all humans, right? Yeah. And so if say if you make a mistake where you break my trust. Yep. I shouldn't throw all all my trust away just for that. Of course. Just for one in particular moment, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're allowed to make mistakes. You can make mistakes because I can't hold you to that standard of perfect because you're not. Right. So if you break my trust one time, it's one time. But if you consistently break my trust, then it's hard for me to trust you anymore. Right. And um, when I when I bring up my next point, I'm not saying that like if if there's like a toxic relationship, you should, you should if you you should keep trusting that person. Like with that example we talked about with the chair. If you see that that chair is broken and dry rotted. I mean, you wouldn't sit down in it, would you? So, you know, don't exactly, like, go trusting everybody that you see. I agree. Like, there has to be some discernment when it comes to who you trust. Exactly. And, and that's something we'll, we'll get into later about, like, when it comes to the word discernment. Yeah. All right. So next. Wait, I didn't finish. Oh. Okay, so in my notes here, I have written that trust is built by both people trusting each other and even when one lets the other down they renew their trust over and over the problem is our generation has such a fear of pain and such a desire for pleasure that we hate to even attempt to make the best of a difficult situation we always want to do what's best for us if we all emphasized which means feel what others feel if we all did that with others and shared each other's pain as our own then life would be a lot different or you said empathize empathize that's it emphasize yeah my bad if we all empathize with each other um, I just wanted to make sure because, like, it sounded like you said empathize, but you were you were wanting to say empathize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, to know what it walk in somebody else's shoes. I feel like we lost that saying. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't heard that saying in a while. Mm, that's because our culture is self-centered. It so. is. It's very self-centered. Like, if we would all take a moment to understand what another person is going through, yeah, or to slow it down when it comes to like that friendship level, not. Not necessarily trust, but just the friendship level. Take time to build. Take time to build. Yeah. And then that trust will build itself. Because now that person has become reliable. Yeah. On that, we were talking about this last week. And you can only trust someone as far as you've seen their character. So. I thought you were going to say you can only trust somebody as far as you can throw them. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. You can only trust someone as far as you've seen their character. So if you're just meeting somebody like. I wouldn't exactly trust a stranger. Like, there's a certain measure of trust I put in everybody when I first meet them. But, like, I'm not going to trust you like I've trusted somebody I've known for, like, nine years. Um, It's gotten to, I would say it's gotten to a point that our generation doesn't even know what trust is or what it means. Because we've gotten so confused about the actual definition. And when everything's so focused on image, like, culture is so focused on portraying this one image that you want everybody to see, um, that... You know, when you, when you see somebody, like you see a certain image, you instantly want to be their friend and put all your trust in them. Or you see that somebody's a certain way and you instantly want to trust them at like that deeper level of somebody you've known for so long when you really haven't taken time to build anything there. So slow it down. Take your time. It's like when you slide into a girl's DM and all you've seen is her Instagram page. Oof. What? Don't look at me. <laughs> Scripture says if you... <laughs> Literally, guys, no. Uh, scripture says if you want a friend or yeah if you want friends showing yourself friendly so your character your image that you portray to others will also attract other people to you so make sure you're portraying the kind of friend that you want to have all right so next oh yeah something on that real quick too about appearance 
it's very important. Like you talked about discernment, right? Yeah. It's very important to know the difference between reality and illusion or between perceived reality and actuality. Like, it's, it's so, so important because, I don't know, when I was growing up, I always have, I always lived in, like, this imagination world or whatever where everybody was my friend. Like, if you, if you haven't heard my story, go check out Podcast 3. But um, I lived in this imaginary world where everybody was my friend and that was my perceived reality. But that wasn't, the actual reality of the situation um and scripture talks about how we live by faith not by sight but our culture teaches us to live by sight not by faith and also scripture tells us not to lean on our own understanding and that things that we understand we probably don't because we're not the creator of any relationships the only one who perfectly knows how to operate a relationship is the perfect god jesus christ anything on that kyle um i mean when it comes to friendships right Okay, we've talked about discernment and how important it is because it matters in who you surround yourself with. Yeah. If you're surrounding yourself with people that constantly break your trust or you keep putting your trust in but not receiving it back. Like they're not they're constantly questioning you instead of trusting you. I think you have to look at what's going on in that situation and really pray about it, mm -hmm. one, and definitely talk to other people that are of leadership quality around you also i would say it's very important not to let your emotions get in the way of you trusting someone because emotions are temporary but trust should last a lifetime so don't destroy what's been built in years because your emotions get out of check and on that on to the second point trusting in relationships uh like dating and then parents so mm. kyle well no 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 actually i have a story so I'm in college, right? If you guys don't know, I'm in college. And Kobe can vouch for this story and vouch for me here because he was there. So it was, what was it? When was it? A couple of days ago, I was in class and it was a Thursday. I was in class and it was a Thursday. I vaguely, no, I very vividly remember this situation because it was, it was very traumatic for me. So I was playing basketball in the little lounge area with my friend. I'll call him Dason. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. That's not his real name. I'll call him Dason. And me and Dason were playing basketball in the little hoop thing. Oh, and I went to cross this man up like Space Jam, right? Like I was going to cross him into like the fourth dimension through a parallel universe straight through the walls of space time. So I reach out with my arm and the same with my legs. And I, I was wearing these pants. And like even when I first got them, my mom first got them for me. I was like a gift or whatever. I was like, Mom, aren't these a little too tight? She's like, no, Jerry, they're fine. They're fine. So, you know, I put them on that day. I wasn't feeling too confident, but I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit inside of me. So I still went to school wearing those pants. And all day, I was like, man, it would be a shame if these things ripped. And I went to cross this man up like, like, like Space Jam 9. And there's only been one Space Jam. That just emphasizes how hard the cross up was. And I went to cross this man up and I stepped and I heard a... <laughs> And then literally everybody in the lounge stopped and turned slowly towards me. I was like, what? That was fine. There, there's nothing wrong. And then I looked down. You know what happened, Kyle? Your shoes ripped. No. My pants were ripped from the middle all the way down my inner thigh. So, like, this, this wasn't a rip that you could hide. Like, it was literally half of my boxers were exposed. So, like, and, only the right leg, though? Yes. And to... It was like half and then the right leg. So to add on to the tear of the situation, Dason is in my speech class that I go to where I have to give speeches. Um, and he bust out laughing because that day it was my turn to give a speech. And I remember 
I had to cover it up somehow. So I had this Nike jacket, right? And I tied it around my waist. And, you know, I went to class acting like it was perfectly normal. And later on, a kid told me, he was like, hey, that was actually kind of fire. I like how you tied the jacket. I was like, yeah, sure, no problem, no problem. And, like, I literally told the kids I ripped my pants during my speech. So, you know, we kind of laughed about it. But what does that have to do with trust, jail? you say? You well, trusted the pants I trusted, you. I trusted my pants. I trusted that they weren't ripped. You well, they weren't going to rip. Uh, <laughs> so you're I, saying you didn't trust your mom? I do. But I trusted that my pants were not going to rip. And what did they do? They ripped. They failed me. And your relationships are just like pants. Sometimes they're too tight. And you're like, ah, uh, my relationship isn't going to rip. But when you put it, hallelujah, when you put it under the stress, when you put it under the stress, glory to God, it rips. I think that's that, that just preaches for itself, Kyle. That just preaches. Nah. That, pre- that just preaches for itself. I wasn't expecting you to say anything close to that nature, but oh. it, was, it was good. So, thank you. Thank you. I've been working on that one for a while. Oh. Uh, well, not that long because it's happened recently. But, anyway, what about you? I've never been in a relationship, so I don't know what trusting is like. Sad boy hours. I mean... In a relationship, it can be, it's, it's almost like a friendship, but I mean, it's a little bit deeper. So like when, you, when you're in a friendship, right, you mm-hmm. don't constantly think, is that person cheating on me? Yeah. Right? I mean, they couldn't be. I'm joking. I'm joking. Why are you joking? Joking, at me? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I've never dated anyone, so. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Like when it comes to a friendship, you know, like saying I'm busy, but you're really out with other friends. You just didn't want that friend. You don't like that friend. Yeah. So, but. To have that constant state of mindset that the other person is cheating on you, it's not healthy whatsoever. It's not. I mean, th- I mean, James, I know you're not in a relationship, but think about it. If you were with somebody who constantly questioned you whenever you go out with friends, whether guy or, like, with guy friends, mm-hmm. and other females might be there, and they're constantly asking you, like, did you talk to any girls, this, that, and the other, like, how, how would you feel? If they were constantly pestering you like that. Mm, I feel like they don't trust me. Exactly. And yeah. so it's important to trust whoever you're in a relationship with. If you can't trust that person, don't be in that relationship. If you've heard things about that person. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm going to take an example. I, I have a friend who is a female. Okay. And people constantly told her. Random people. Well, not random. Different people who've known this person for a long time and how he's been in relationships right Mm -hmm. and they were all trying to tell her that he's not good he's cheated before he lies a lot this that and the other right yeah and my friend who was a girl wasn't really listening and she had this kind of idea that they wanted to get with him the females that told him that told her that and so she put this in her head of this that they were just all trying to get to him yeah and didn't want to belittle him possibly but they're all right in the end and fortunately she got hurt <laughs> and so it's created some insecurities but saying all of that that comes to trusting other people right now if it's one person persistently saying about this other person i wouldn't go too far to trust that i would, I would take that with a grain of salt guys say i come up to you you like this girl right okay and i come up to you and i'm constantly saying bad things about her Though I know you may trust me, even though I don't do that. That sounds very realistic. Wow. Why? Oh, 
Now I know what situation you're talking about. Uh, moving on. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. Let me finish. Because okay. I forgot about the situation, but you brought it back up. Yeah. And say, I know you trust me, but on that situation, you may not have. Right? Yeah. But say if it's, it was only just me mm-hmm. and wasn't anybody else, but just me, yeah. you wouldn't take it to, you wouldn't put too much worth into that, would It you? was just you. So you didn't put too much worth into that, did you? Nope. Not at all? Nope. With somebody, right? <laughs> on to next that's enough of our relationships parents parents on what's with that was all right so on to the next topic wait parenting right parenting parenting me well you youth and I both come from single parent households that's facts so would you say that you youth do you trust your parents yeah, I trust my dad I trust my dad a lot he is the one who's been there for me the longest and one who's always been there for me so yeah i trust him a lot all right even yeah. though he may not seem like i always trust him i do yeah that's nice so nice do you trust your mom uh yeah uh-huh of course that was super sarcastic what do you mean that's how i always answer questions Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. you know your mom gonna, is gonna listen to Yes, I know my mom is gonna listen to this. So you better, so we should better said, reaffirm that. Mom, I trust you so much, <laughs> and I just love you. <laughs> you gonna tell yourself talking to her? Yeah, she's gonna tell me something. <laughs> but for real, I do trust you. Like sometimes I may act like I don't, and I do kind of want to live my own life. But she does give like all the advice that she has. It comes from God, so I know that I can trust what she says because it's God's word. Yeah. So, what about people who have issues with trusting their parents? That's what I was literally about to do. I was oh. about to ask you, so how does your father... I'm asking you. But I'm asking you first. I'm asking you first. I'm asking you first. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm asking, I'm asking you first. <laughs> That's not a good pun. No, it wasn't. Use, uh... Continue. Andy to anti-way. Okay. So, how does your father, being absent, hurt you in your trust for others or in him? Hmm. Well... Originally, originally I was kind of hurt, especially because I didn't know that well into the situation that was going on because it was like when I was pretty young. But, you know, now I'm stronger now because of it. I mean, he's reached out to me and we've talked a little bit and, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm pretty much, uh, well, let's say, I know how to put this. Hmm. But like, how has it hurt your trust with Oh, others? okay, okay, okay. Or with him, how has it hurt your yeah, trust? Yeah, I'm good now, and we're slowly rebuilding that. But, uh, originally, it wasn't really... I mean, I guess it did kind of hurt when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But I guess the whole thing with trusting others, um, that probably hurt me a lot more. Like, trusting the my peers in school mm-hmm. with all the stuff that happened uh, to me. Remember? Flashback. Podcast yeah. 3. Podcast 3. Check Podcast it out. 3. Check it out. Check it out right now. Um, but, yes. It, effect- it definitely added to the problem and i feel like one like one level of trust in a certain group of people definitely affects another like if you have home issues it's gonna affect how you trust your peers or if you have peer issues it's gonna affect how you trust uh like people that are younger than you older than you or anybody in general and also since we're christians if people don't find us reliable and they can't trust us they're gonna go oh okay i can't trust the god they serve yeah okay so youth what about you so, it, it is kind of 
dipping into my testimony a little bit, you know. Uh-huh. We definitely dip, need to get that podcast dip, out. Dipping the toes in the water. Nasty. Continue. What do you mean? You've never dipped your toes in a pool before? That sounds disgusting. You, well, I can't say that. I don't have a pool. That's not what I was going to say. I know. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> All right. Trusting, trusting your mom. How's that? So, I didn't really, well, I didn't, I wouldn't say I didn't trust my mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess when I was younger, I did. So, like, growing up, like, between the ages of three to five, I, I was moving around with my mom, like, from house to house. Mm-hmm. We, I think I lived in, like, three or four different houses between the ages of three and five. Mm-hmm. Might have been three and four. I know at three, I had a babysitter. And then, between the ages of three and four, I was moving around afterwards. So, that's, that's a lot, moving around. Yeah, I know. And I then, did about the same thing, but, yeah. What I mean, you did it at an older age-ish. Nah. You did about When three? I was pretty young. But, um, it's not like I didn't really trust my mom, but she didn't want to be a part of our family in a way. Mm-hmm. So, because me and my dad, try, me, <laughs> me and my dad, my dad and her tried to work it out. Tried yeah. to work it out, but it, it didn't happen, so. Um, I guess that's where the first bit of trust is broken, I guess. And then I didn't figure this, I didn't find out, I didn't, I didn't find this out until later on, but... So my dad was paying child support, right? Mm-hmm. This is what you do when you go to, when somebody takes you to court over a child and you start paying child support with certain things that go into place. Yeah. So as my dad was paying child support, you know what child support is supposed to go to, as it says in the name. Child yeah. support is supposed to support the child. What it didn't do was support me. It didn't really go to me. Right. It was going to whatever my mom wanted or benefited from where my grandma wanted or benefited from, my grandfather wanted or benefited, my uncle wanted or benefited, right? Mm-hmm. And so, after that, my trust was broken with them. I didn't trust them at all. I didn't want to be around them. I still don't want to be around them. And I, I just can't stand being around them. Yeah. And, um, because they're kind of annoying and stuff like that. And so, kind of having that, I guess I still hold a little bit of a burden towards them because of just how much it not necessarily hurt just how much they've lied to me and still continue to lie to me as if it hasn't happened you know um but going back with talking about my mom and the stress issues there so in October 2015 my grandfather died and then a few months later in January 2016 my mom dies so now having that trust broken by my mom's side of the family and not being able to fix it again I think really hurt a lot because now I know even though I didn't like her being around even though she was around for birthdays and Christmases and holidays and stuff like that mm-hmm. even though she's no longer around it sucks because it's like she won't be there for prom or just at least see the pictures Yeah, she won't be there for graduation even though I couldn't stand her when she cheered for me because she would want the attention for herself, but still, it was she would be there. Yeah. And then she doesn't get to see me grow up anymore. And now there's no way that trust that was broken can be rekindled because she's not there. Right. And like we talked about before, the trust that we have in one group of people affects another group, so that probably affected your trust in others. Like other adults growing up maybe or did that? or Not really adults, I guess. I mean, it was more people. I was always scared somebody was going to leave me. Yeah. Uh, I made that really heavy. And, I, like, I've talked to that with my girlfriend. I'm like, it, 
it sucks being lied to and your trust being broken because mm-hmm. then you're like, I don't want this person to leave me again. Oh, yeah. I think that's why toxic relationships happen because your trust has been broken by other people. So now that you feel like you've had a relationship where this person is kind of staying, even though they're treating you badly, you're like, I don't want this person to leave. And you carry that past relationship into the newer one. Mm-hmm. And so regardless, regardless of relationship, you carry it with you. It could have been a friendship. It could have been a relationship. It could have been uh, uh child to parent relationship mm-hmm. could have been any sort of relationship and you continue to carry that baggage with you and it affects you and how you take a new relationship up yeah so before we jump into the big final one wait there's a big, there's a smaller one between what, what smaller one trusting yourself oh okay but even before that i think we need to read psalms 56 okay i'm gonna let you read that one this one's about to be long it's only third it's only 14 verses because it's 1 through 13 1 through 13 all right i'm gonna try to make this as interesting to you guys as possible all right be gracious to me O god for man tramples on me all day long and attacker oppresses me my enemies trample on me all day long for many attack me proudly when i'm afraid i put my trust in you in god whose word i praise in god i trust i shall not be afraid what can flesh do to me all day long they injure my cause All their thoughts are against me for evil. They stir up strife, they lurk, they watch my steps, and they wait for my life. For their crime will they escape, in wrath cast down the peoples, O God? You have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. This I know, that God is for me. In God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. All right. Well, actually, yeah, I'll keep reading. What can man do to me? I must perform my vows to you, O God. I will render thank, off, thank offerings. Yeah, thank offerings to you, for you have delivered my soul from death. Yes, my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. That's why I wouldn't read the whole thing. Cause right there, David is talking about mortal man, flesh. Yeah. How can it stand against me when I put my trust in you? Yeah. How can it even come close to? You? touching me making me feel oppressed trampling me giving me fear when i put my trust in you <laughs> very cool indeed anything else you have oh to you say? need me to have more pa- yes <laughs> very cool <laughs> indeed. More passion. just do you have anything else to kind of add on to that no i think we're pretty good for that one and i think this one's the biggest one for me the next one's the biggest one for me and that's trusting yourself and when i when i say that i mean in relation to sin and other factors like becoming a trustworthy person so how do you how do you trust yourself in relation to? Well, I should probably answer first. No, I'll, I'll go ahead and answer oh, first. All right. So how do you trust I yourself? I feel like in your relation? answer is probably more personal in yeah, terms of. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, trusting yourself is all personal, yeah. but I feel like you have probably a better answer than I do in terms of nah. how, how passionate it is, how affected you are by that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I have a self confidence self confidence issues, so. Sometimes it's hard for me to trust my own ability, yeah. which would be trusting myself. But I've been working on it for the most part. I mean, I'm starting to trust myself in my own abilities, but and trusting in my own abilities. But for me to trust my abilities in Christ, right? Uh, I'm starting to work on that a whole lot more. That's more important because <clears throat> I can only do so much as a human, but God can do so much greater in me. Right. All right. Go ahead. Um. Okay. So. In relation to sin, uh, well, the book of Psalms talks about the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So we don't even know how, like, the extent to how wicked we can be. 
So I would say, well, in relation to the bad things I can do, I don't even know how capable I am because I don't even know my own limits, you know? Like, I don't know, like, what's the extent I would go to or... Like, we always talk about how strong we are, and we won't we won't do that. But I'm pretty sure, like, I know a lot of my friends have given into peer pressure yeah. and all that. And they trusted themselves to be like, okay, I can hold back. I'm not going to do that because everybody else is doing it. But then they go and fall in with the same exact thing. Yeah. So in relation to sin, I would say definitely I have no, like, trust in myself to resist. But, but, Scripture does say, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And yes, it is saying you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength, but realize where the strength is coming from. It's coming from Christ. So like you said, in relation to sin, I don't trust myself at all. I trust that God's power, or like through prayer, like by praying to God and asking him to give me the strength to get through something, or by reading the Bible, and there might be something in there that helps me, that helps give me enough strength to get through that moment. Um, but And that also leads into becoming a more trustworthy person. Like... I feel like you can only become a more trustworthy person through practice. Yeah. Like, it's not something that you can, like, read, like, a wiki how with pictures and, and like, stuff. And, like, instantly become trustworthy. Yeah, it's I think process. It, like we talked about, it's something you, it takes years to build. It's something you have to work on and work yeah. at. Like, so, again, we were talking about how trust means reliability, right? Mm-hmm. For this podcast, we have to show up and be present to talk about stuff, right? And so... You trust me that I'm going to be here when we set a date and we're like, this is when we're going to record. Yeah. You trust me to be there. Yeah. And so that has taken more than, what, one podcast to build that uh, affirmation and trust in, right? I mean, not really, because I've known you since I was, like, in kindergarten, but yeah. But, I mean, okay, so take Jonathan, for example. Well, Jonathan's pretty trustworthy anyway. Like, the moment <laughs> I met him, I trusted that man. <laughs> that man is so, like, chill. Like, how can you not trust Jonathan? But anyway. That's yeah. facts. Okay, let's take it. Say if we added a new person in an old dream, right? Okay. And you didn't know them. Okay. It would take you more than just one or two podcasts of them showing up before you gave that trust and affirmation in, right? Oh, well, I, I see the point that you're getting at. Yeah. But I generally, like, this is bad. Like, don't do this. But I generally, like, I trust people too, like, soon. Too easily. Yeah, I trust too easily. That's like, I'm a, like, I'm a... I'm the most extroverted introvert you'll ever meet. So, like, I'll trust, like, I, I'll think the whole time, but I, I trust people like super, super quickly. I mean, I kind of do too, but I guess I'm more observant when I, when I go, like, meet people for the first time. I kind of like want to get a sense of what they're like. But I don't know other people who approach me in ways that I've seen before. Yeah. Like we talked about trust and past certainty and past experiences, and so like. If somebody's done something in the past and they've done they've shown that their reaction to something's gonna be the same multiple times, yeah. then you trust that they're gonna react that same exact way. Yeah. Alright. Um wait, I have something else on. Alright. Um for a long time, like personally I'd rely on myself and I still kinda of find myself falling back onto that. Like I personally would trust in my own abilities before I trusted in somebody else's. Um and I feel like that was a result, like you guys heard my testimony. Um, like, I trust people way too soon. I don't know how to give up on people that well. So, like, if somebody's hurt me, I'll probably trust them again. And I give people, like, way too many chances. And I I don't know. Like, now I feel like I'm, it's a slow, it's a slow thing, but I'm learning to trust in other people's abilities besides my own. Aww, like, sometimes thanks. I still, I didn't say you. <laughs> I, I still, I'm still learning, you know. Like, sometimes I'd rather do things myself because I trust myself more than I trust others. But I'm still learning to put my trust in others. Like, 
for me at work, I'm like that. Because I know other people, they don't get the job done like I do. Yeah. And so I trust. I'm like, I do it good. I do yeah. it good or like, I know how like my manager or my boss wants it. Yeah. And so then I do it anyway. And I don't give them the ability to grow in that. Yeah. Like, they have to learn from their own mistakes. And they I can't be good if you don't allow them to them. practice That's what you're trying to. All right. So, finally, trusting God. And so, luckily, the oh, passage oh. goes right along with this. It, so I think, it does? I think we should open up in this first. Mm-hmm. That's nice. In Proverbs 3, and I'm going to read 1 through 12. Oh, a bit long. Okay. All right. But, it, but it's, it looks pretty short, actually. All right. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. My son, do not forget my teaching, okay. but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace, they will add to you. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart, so you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. And all your in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Wow. Do not what be not wise in your own eyes. Nice. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Preach by the Kyle. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones mm, honor the lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine wow. my son do not despise the lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof for the lord reproves him who he loves as a father the son in whom he delights I want my vats to be overflowing and bursting with wine <laughs> and whatever else he said. Modelo. No, I, I prefer sparkling grape juice or something. Martinelli? Yeah, Martinelli. My vats bursting with Martinelli. Bro, that would be dope. Ooh, wow. That sounds like a good song. <laughs> vats bursting well, with Martinelli. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Um, <laughs> uh, so, let's, let's break that down a little bit. Okay. But I think, like, you've, you've already touched on it already. The main verse. Trusting the Lord and not leaning on our own understanding. Right. And our understanding is skewed and broken and messed up. And we don't even know ourselves. So if we don't know if we can trust ourselves to resist something, you need something that's unshakable that you can always put your trust in. And I don't see how people, like, there's there's some people that walk around, like, expecting the sky to, like, fall on them or something. Or they're always, like, somebody's about to jump them or attack them from any random yeah, and, like, they have no trust in, like, anything. Like, they're always constantly worried about everything. Oh, you but, mean, like, the people who wear the tinfoil hats? Yes, and that even applies to the current situation <laughs> right now. Like, a lot of people are worried and scared, but, I mean, yes, there is a certain level of... Precaution. Yeah, that has to I be mean, scared. I'm not saying don't be scared. Like, ignorance is bliss. I'm not talking about that. I'm not, I'm not saying don't be, like, wary, but I'm also saying don't be relaxed. Like, no... Okay, don't go out into the stores and buy all the toilet paper. But... Go to the store and buy some toilet paper. Exactly. If you need it. Because there's some people that really do need it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, we also, earlier we talked about God's plans for our life, right? And trusting in that, that, you know, God has given us the, the power to accomplish that goal that he set for us. And I know I've had talks with people about do they believe in the concept of fate or destiny. And, like, I believe destiny is, like, literally God's plan for me, right? So, um, Anna, do you believe that, like, there's a there's a set path that we're supposed to take? I believe so, that there's a set path that 
each event has built close to the set path yeah. as we walk down it. Yeah. I mean, on the opposite end, though, we do have freedom of choice. But, I mean, from God's eternal perspective, like, he lives outside of time and space. So, to him, there's one path. But to us, it seems like there's infinitely many. Well, I mean, for us, okay, if you try to think about it, mm -hmm. my brain starts to hurt, bro. My brain normally doesn't hurt when I try to Wait, think about it. Wait, if I think about it, your brain's going to hurt? Yes. Think, 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 think. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because, like, if you try to expand your knowledge to the knowledge of God. Yeah. It won't happen because it can't happen. Right. Because you can't think that far. Our brains are carnal and made of flesh and they get tired. So I like using this analogy. I'm a big analogy guy. <coughs> so. <gasps> I coughed. I'm okay, guys. Don't worry. Continue. Oh. Hide in the corner. All right. <laughs> coughed twice. Oh. And you sneezed once and coughed. I sneezed once. Sneezing is worse than coughing. No, it's not. Boy, go on. Say what you meant. All right. So I like using this analogy of we're in a forest mm -hmm. and it's completely foggy and we can't see with our eyes. We can only see as, as far as we can stretch out our hand. That's as far as we can see. Right. And is that a lot? No. Even if you have long arms, that's still not a lot, right? Right. But God, who's in the sky, he's like sky. a bird who can see the whole entire forest. And he's the one who puts lights in the forest to help guide us nice analogy Kyle very nice analogy. and so sometimes it's hard to see a light because it might be too far away but we're having to trust and put our faith in him that he's leading us in that way yeah and I think it's so freeing to like I wouldn't say not have to worry about some well actually yeah so freeing to have the worries and burdens that you have like off of your shoulders and giving them to God like trusting in God it's definitely like if if you're in a position where you're worried about something, trust in them. I mean, that's going to take a lot of the burden off off your shoulders. I'm not saying shirk off your responsibilities, like throw off the things that you have to do and that you're supposed to do. Yeah. But at the, the same time... that make you anxious and worry and fearful. Like it's unhealthy. Like yeah. on a healthy level of worry, like you're literally scared. Like like pray about it. Talk to God. He like you're scared, you. you're scared to go outside. Yeah, it talks about cast your cares on him for he cares for you. So, um... Let's see what else. Oh, another interesting point that I wrote down. So how I've I've had some people talk to me about like they've asked me how can how can we as Christians live this life? Like how how do we expect to live to such a high standard that God has set for us um, when we as humans aren't capable of that? And another part of that is like you said, we as humans aren't capable of that. And the standard doesn't come until like you've truly like okay, I can pray and ask christ like to come into my life and all that but if i'm not really trying to live it yeah. then i won't really feel those that standard i won't feel that expectation placed on me as you won't bear the fruits of the spirit yeah so it's not it won't feel like a requirement if you're not really like living for christ but if you really if you're living for christ it won't even feel like a requirement you want to do it like so something i hear all the time from like non-believers or just new christians they're like i don't want to follow these rules right me and you, we don't see them as rules. No, they just come automatically. They come automatically because we follow them because we're pursuing Christ. Right. That's what he's commanded us to do. Mm -hmm. and we don't see them as rules. We see them as just something that is a distraction. Yep. Right? And th oh, go ahead. And so, like, take excessive drinking, for example. Right. Drinking itself is not bad. Right? Yep. Having having a cold one with the boys. A cold one with the boys. Every once in a while is not bad. I just drink Sprite. But doing it excessively is where it becomes a problem because yeah. then it becomes an idol. 
Right. But we have to be careful even having a cold one with the boys, because then that opens that gateway for Satan to... To a cold one with the girls. Yeah. And then a cold one with everybody. Because then Satan can work his way in and destroy you from that point. And then you'll be, before you know it, you'll have died and be in hell having a hot one with the devil. See what I did there? That was a good... No? No. Oh, man. I was kind of proud of that one. It's very momentary. Um, well, there's... Throughout history, right? You've, we've seen examples of people that have put their trust in God and even been killed for it. Like, they've, they've decided that they want to live this Christian life and because of it, they've been killed for it. And they have that, that much trust that God... When God said that He was going to prepare a place for us and that we go to heaven after we die, He had that much trust... That that's what was going to happen. Or they had that much trust that was going to happen. And they were like brutally tortured and murdered various ways. And in the Old Testament, it, it talks about, I don't know the exact verse. Probably should have looked it up before the podcast. Yeah. But it says, though they slay me yet. Well, no, it's a song. Well, um, it's like the cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back. No turning. Yeah, that's the song. Yeah, no turning back. And uh, one of the verses uh, says, though they slay me, yet will I trust him. So... It's this level of trust that goes beyond all understanding. Like, even when Stephen in the Bible was getting stoned. Not our Stephen. Yeah. But Stephen in the Bible was getting stoned. He had that level of trust. He was so at peace with the love of trust in God that he had. That he, they, like, scripturally says he went to sleep. Like, yeah. right there while they were throwing rocks at him. And these weren't, like, pebbles. They were, like, millstone. Like, like, double-handed, like, giant rocks. That they so, were like, take your right hand, take your left hand, and imagine there's a stone that fits in between it yeah. or like take a football for example and you fit something in be- and you fit a stone that heavy in between that yeah that's the kind of that's, stone that's and that just shows the level of peace that he had like he literally closed his eyes and like even even then scripture talks about how the heavens opened up and he saw jesus was standing for him like he had that he had that level of trust in christ that no matter what he went through it and it's i'm skipping ahead a little bit here but it's all in reliance on christ mm-hmm. like you know we talk about um, I've heard a lot of atheists talk about how Christianity is a crutch for the weak. And yes, it is a crutch for the weak. Because we are, we're, we're all weak. weak. Yeah, yeah it, is, it is something I do every day. It's a daily decision to get up and rely on God and trust that, you know, he's got you. He'll be with you always. Yeah. So, any closing comments? Um, I mean, trusting God is sometimes a hard thing. Yeah. Because you either want to rely on yourself and think you can do it some days. Or you may not see his plan, so it's hard to trust in him. Yeah. I know I I still somewhat do. I struggle with that when it comes to what he's what he's called me to do. Mm-hmm. And so for me to trust in that when I can't see that far. Yeah. It's hard. It's like walking through the dark. Yeah. Again, walking through a foggy forest. Except you have a voice guiding you. You do. Or you somebody know. leading you by the hand, literally. That they like, know the, ha- the path they can see. A game we've played before at the children's church was we blindfolded the kids. Or an FCA. Or an FCA. We Back blind, in high school. We blindfolded kids and we grabbed them by the hand mm-hmm. and we they had to trust in us that we were tra- trailing them the right way yeah. to where to the spot we were trying to end them with. And so that's that's kind of the analogy that you have to do with God. As you're as you as you're blindfolded and can't see, he's guiding you by the hand. Even though it's not physical, he's guiding you by the hand. He's guiding you. Yeah. Um, I guess all I have to say is relationships can be restarted and healed, but not through your power. Like, if you're able to fix a relationship on your own, and yes, you can do it with words, but it won't be 
to the same standard or a higher level than it was before. But if you want a relationship to continue growing or to be fixed, um, I encourage you, seek God on it. Pray, read your Bible. Even if you're not a Christian, pray. Check out what scripture has to say about trusting others. Um, because I guarantee you, like now, looking back, a lot of the relationships that you might have broken off, they it seems like it's been over small things, like small and significant things. And even if it wasn't, you know, be the bigger person. Go and talk to that person. See what's up. Because things might be different than they were back then. Yeah. Um. Now, updates, right? Mm-hmm. Um, wow. We're, we're in a, I wouldn't say it's a difficult place. Um, we definitely want the channel to grow faster and all that. But we realize it's going to take patience and time. And I thank you guys for being patient and, you know, staying with us as we learn how to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. On that note, we finally, well, I finally, we finally, yeah, because of me accident song. But we finally have music, well, well, in production, like it's in production. Um, I know Exodus definitely has his stuff out right now, so you can go and check on that. But, you know, the first song that I will be on will be coming out soon. I don't know how soon, but we definitely have the beat and all that ready, and we're still working on, like, the lyrics and recording and all that. But that's in motion and I'm super excited it's gonna come out super well and I don't know if it's gonna be one song I don't know if it's gonna be an EP but I'm super excited for it we have mm -hmm. the next few podcasts uh, lined up and we want them to be over some some deeper subjects and also we want to have some funnier ones like some lighthearted ones another yeah. blog coming maybe soon depending on how long this virus thing goes on we're hoping it's pretty soon that we're able to get the ball rolling on some vlogs on some more video videos like we've done we've had stuff where we want to actually go out and make content like challenges we want to do in the gym um like different things we can do in public um maybe even like gaming and stuff that you guys want to see so let yeah. us know if you want to see that uh da, da, da. oh also um this isn't exactly what i was supposed to tell you guys but we also have merch ideas so if you guys would ever want merch this is probably we're probably going to re-announce this uh once the channel gets a little bit bigger but we also have merch ideas so if you guys would like merch then let us know because that's something we're working on and this would be pretty cool to see that you guys are excited about it just as much as we are yeah we have no limit we can go past ceiling go past the moon go past stars and don't forget we got oh no dream but the one dream plays with one king wait i paid the one king we don't pay the king he he, he pays us Kind of. Zero, zero, one. No dream, but the one dream. Praise the one king. No dream you? No dream you. Out. Gone. Aha. Yeah. Also, guys. Um, thank you so much. Our first video reached, what is it, 305 views? Yes, sir. And, you know, that's a pretty, that's like an entire congregation of a big church. So, or at least a college classroom at a big college. And we're so excited for that. So thank you guys so much. Um, this has expanded far beyond what we ever could have thought it would. Oh, absolutely. At least for a podcast, too. Like, we haven't even started doing, like, our actual stuff that we're super hyped for. But it's expanding pretty fast. And, and so, also, kind of a little... A little bit of a stone, a stone. pebble. Okay. Out of 305 of you who've watched our video, there's only, what, 51 subscribers? Proto, like, okay, so our videos get a decent amount of views. 
and only a small percentage of you are, are subscribed. Are subscribed. Just go ahead. What's up with that? Hit that little square rectangle. It's it's red. It says subscribe. It says subscribe, and then after that, hit that little bell next to it and hit all. And then type something funny in the comments. Exactly. Or something meaningful or whatever you want to type. And when you hit that bell. And hit the little thumbs up thingy too. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. And hit the bell next to the subscribe button. Yes. So that way when we post a video, a vlog, a challenge video, or another podcast. Or music. Or music. Or music. Or music. You get it instantly to your phone. You will. And what was I going to say? It doesn't matter. Because leave something encouraging in the comments too. Because that uplifts us. And also, even if you don't like listen to our channel or anything and you're just popping by, like just go ahead and subscribe anyway. I mean, you can just scroll past the video, like it up, whatever, because all YouTube cares about is numbers. And if we really want to make a difference, we gotta get more people on this. That's so right. share it, like it up, get the numbers up. Hey guys, quick volume warning for what's about to happen. Hello! My name is No Dream Jail. Welcome to the ASMR podcast. Oh, that where we do ASMR. On the screen, we'd have to put volume warning over and over and over. Uh, and they still want to be prepared. And then all they hear is... Yeah. Um, today, we're talking about trust. And you probably trusted that when I said ASMR podcast, that I was going to whisper you, at you gently. You didn't say ASMR. With my I said ASMR. voluptuous, succulent voice. But, no. Succulent? This is not a... Yes. This is not an ASMR podcast. But we are talking about trust. And you can trust us on that. <laughs> What's going on, guys? It's No Dream Eve here. Yeah. And hmm? with me today. Oh, I'm No Dream Jail. As you already heard. And like Jail also said, we're talking about trust today. And yeah. how we can trust in the Lord. I think that's the biggest thing. Yep. That's what we're talking about. Alright, so the passages we're going to be reading from today mm-hmm. is in Romans 8... Proverbs 3 okay. and Psalms 56. Let, let's go. But before we do that, Joe, a word from our sponsors, Jesus. Let's pray. That was it. That was pretty good. I know, right? Let's pray. Uh, God, I thank you for another day of health and just waking us up and allowing us to witness for you. I said you help us to talk about trust and what all that means to trust you in the current circumstances and be with us always. And you're going to pray. Amen. His current circumstances They're are crazy. crazy. But that's with another the, podcast. With the Coco. Oh, that's what my mom calls it. Because we can't, we can't call it by its real name on YouTube. Oh, oh. We have to call it that virus that is going around right now. Can we say Coco? No, we can't say that either. We can't say that either? No. Mm. We can only say, we can say Coco. That's, that's... We'll just call it, no, not Coco, just the Co. The Co? Yeah. Oh, we can... And we don't mean Kobe, we're talking about the Co. Or we can, you know, call it Modelo. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Keep going, gone. Read your verses. Read your verses. <laughs> All right. Starting in verse 23. Mm-hmm. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the f- first fruits of the, sp- of the Spirit... Grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now this hope that is seen is not hope. Ah. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought. 
but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. The Holy Spirit moans at us? Groans. Oh. Groans. And he who searches hearts knows what is what is in the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, mm-hmm. all things work together for good. For those who are all who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, I in like order that. that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Mm-hmm. And those and those whom he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. That's a lot of big words. That is a lot of big words. But that was from verses 23 to 30. So what does that mean? So this is when, you know, our big boy Paul... You know, used to be called Saul. The went, baller. The G. Went to Damascus, then saw the light. Paul was goaded, bro. And then he's talking to the Roman church at this point. Because, you know, it's in Romans. So mm-hmm. He's talking to the Roman church, who are kind of a bit scared right now. And they're like, ah, what do we do? Sure. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like he says in verse 20, 24. For in this hope we were saved, and the hope in Christ we were saved. Yep. Now, hope that is seen is not hope. And so you're like, what does that mean? Jail? What does that mean? Jail? What? What does it mean? Oh, um, we trust in, like, okay, trust isn't like a physical quality. Like, it's not something you can go and grab. It's like something that's unseen. You know? So stupid. What? We forgot to read the definitions. Oh, snap. We should probably (laughs) do that after we finish this point. Okay. Because they might not be keen on what the word trust means. Um, I, feel, I feel stupid now. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody knows what it is, but it would help if we had a concrete definition. Okay. But also, Paul's talking about having hope in the things we don't see. Right. Like the spirit as he goes on. Mm-hmm. Do you see the spirit, James? Like physically tangent? Like if I touched your forehead, would you be touching the spirit's forehead? Honestly, bro, I've been locked in the house for like three days straight because of the virus that's going around. The thing that everybody is talking about. I'm pretty sure I'm developing superpowers, bro. From this isolation. <laughs> like, it's like supernatural. Like, something like that. I don't know. But the main verse we were focusing on is Romans 8.28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. And for those who are called according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of that um, passage that you read, it talked about, what was it? Let me see. Uh, and those whom he predestined, he also called, and those whom he called, he justified. And then it goes on and on. So, you know, sometimes it's hard to believe that what God made us to do, it's hard for us to believe that we're actually capable of that because we're so focused in our capabilities. So we have to trust that God called us, and then we have to trust that because he called us, there's a reason, which means we're justified. There's a reason why we've been called. So, yeah, that's also something. All right, so let's get these definitions out of the way. I can do that, actually. I typed them down. Alright. So, trust. A firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, and strength or strength of someone or something. Okay. And then my other two definitions Mm -hmm. are certainty based on past experience. Okay. And then the trait of believing in the honesty and reliability of others. Very cool. So I think... When you hear the word trust, which one do you relate to the most? The last one. The last one. Because it refers to people. Like, because we live in America, right? 
so it's not that hard to trust objects that are made well for me at least like i if i see my bed i just run and jump in it like or the floor i just step on it like you were used to things being pretty well made so it's not really i don't i mean i know what something that's unstable looks like you know so it's usually with trusting people that i find more difficult so what is that i'm gonna give kind of like an imaginary example like an imagery example one that you can see okay (laughs) salud Thanks, Miss Nall. Continue. Oh, you didn't give me the desk there. Everybody else does. So I was walking out of Walmart, and I sneeze, and this guy... Oh, snap! (laughs) (laughs) You know, just Get out of the car. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to quarantine you and spray you down with Lysol. You know, sneezing is some part of, you know... Sure, whatever excuse you want to give, Kyle. Get out. Just because I'm Asian, you think... Get out! Get out. You're just as allergic to pollen as I am. True. But and, I take my medicine. But I don't have medicine to take right now. That's tough, bro. I'll be watching you. That's fine, bro. Continue. As long as they don't cough a lot, then you should be fine. Continue with your furniture example. You foiled it. I didn't it's even fine. say that. It's I didn't fine. even say that it's part fine. yet. We were talking about beds earlier. We can go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So the image example I give is say, James, you walk into a room. You see two chairs. Two? You see two? Oh, one for each of us. No. Thanks for considering It's just that. you. Oh. You're in a room by yourself. Oh, I'm used to that. Go on. And then you see two chairs. Okay. One, already built out of, you know, great material from Ikea, mm. built for you. Lazy Everything's boy. perfect. Wow. Don't have to worry about Other it. Other If you want. Yes. Let's go. That's on the left side. Oh. On the right side mm-hmm. is a chair. That hasn't, that hasn't been sat in for a hundred years. Hmm. Has three legs, missing the front right, wooden, dry rotted, dusty. Brings back memories, bro. Which one are you going to sit in? Hmm. The hover chair. Because <laughs> that's what you want. Yeah, because it sounds cool. <laughs> well, the one that's obviously not broken and dry rotted and missing legs or anything. So, but why? Why would I choose the other one over the one that's jacked up? Because you have trust in that chair versus trust in that chair because you can see what it is from the outside. So from an outside perspective, why would God have trust in us if we're like the broken, jacked up chair because of our sins? That's a great question. Exactly. And we'll answer that towards the end. Wow. Make him keep listening. Yeah. Nice. God. <laughs> and so God is that hover chair that James wants. Always. Hmm. He will never become the old rugged chair. That could break on you by blowing wind on it. Hmm. You're in a vacuum site. But you have oxygen. But the room is a vacuum. So that way you can actually blow on <laughs> I'm so confused <laughs> right now. Alright, so now that we've defined what trust is. So, what what er- there's a lot we can talk about here with trust, right? Mm-hmm. Alright, so the first group of trust, or first level of trust is friendship right so we have multiple levels we will start um with the people that are closer to you like friends um family and then we'll get into your deeper relationships like your parents or maybe even dating i'm not an expert on that that's you but um dating resident dating expert and then most importantly we have our trust with jesus um so make sure you still till the end so trust between friends right so kyle do you trust me of course ah Without a doubt. James? Yes. Do you trust me? Um, 
Yeah, sure. All right, so, tr- yeah, I trust you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, you have anything on trusting anything particular before we get too deep? I mean, we're all humans, right? Yeah. And so, if say if you make a mistake where you break my trust. Yep. I shouldn't throw all, all my trust away just for that. Of course. Just for one in particular moment, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're allowed to make mistakes. You can make mistakes because I can't hold you to that standard of perfect because you're not. Right. So if you break my trust one time, it's one time. But if you consistently break my trust, then it's hard for me to trust you anymore. Right. And um, when I when I bring up my next point, I'm not saying that like if if there's like a toxic relationship, you should keep if you you should keep trusting that person. Like with that example we talked about with the chair. If you see that that chair is broken and dry rotted, I mean you wouldn't sit down in it, would you? So you know, don't exactly like go trusting everybody that you see. I agree. Like there has to be some discernment when it comes to who you trust. Exactly. And and that's something we'll we'll get into later about like when it comes to the word discernment. Yeah. All right. So next. Wait, I didn't finish. Oh. Okay, so in my notes here, I have written that trust is built by both people trusting each other, and even when one lets the other down, they renew their trust over and over. The problem is our generation has such a fear of pain and such a desire for pleasure that we hate to even attempt to make the best of a difficult situation. We always want to do what's best for us. If we all emphasized, which means feel what others feel, if we all did that with others and shared each other's pain as our own, then life would be a lot different. Or you said empathize. Empathize. I thought you said emphasize. Yeah, my bad. If we all empathize with each other. Um, I just wanted to make sure, because it sounded like you said empathize, but you were were wanting to say empathize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, to know what it... Walk in somebody else's shoes. I feel like we lost that saying. I'm not going to lie. I haven't heard that saying in a while. Mm, That's because our culture is self-centered. It is. It's very self-centered. Like, if we would all take a moment to understand what another person is going through. Yeah. Or to slow it down. When it comes to like that friendship level, not not necessarily trust, but just the friendship level. Take time to build. Take time to build. Yeah. And then that trust will build itself, because now that person has become reliable. Yeah. On that, we were talking about this last week, and you can only trust someone as far as you've seen their character. So. I thought you were gonna say you can only trust somebody as far as you can throw them. Definitely. You can only trust someone <laughs> as far as you've seen their character. So if you're just meeting somebody, like, I wouldn't exactly trust a stranger. Like, there's a certain measure of trust I put in everybody when I first meet them. But, like, I'm not going to trust you like I've trusted somebody I've known for, like, nine years. Um, It's gotten to, I would say it's gotten to a point that our generation doesn't even know what trust is or what it means. Because we've gotten so confused about the actual definition. And when everything's so focused on image, like, culture is so focused on portraying this one image that you want everybody to see um that you know when you when you see somebody like you see a certain image you instantly want to be their friend and put all your trust in them or you see that somebody's a certain way and you instantly want to trust them at like that deeper level of somebody you've known for so long when you really haven't taken time to build anything there so slow it down take your time it's like when you slide into a girl's dm and all you've seen is her instagram page oof what? Don't look at me. <laughs> scripture says if you <laughs> literally guys, no. Uh scripture says if you want a friend or yeah, if you want friends, show yourself friendly. So your character, your image that you portray to others will also attract other people to you. So make sure you're portraying the kind of friend that you want to have. Alright, so next oh yeah, something on that real quick too about appearance. 
it's very important. Like you talked about discernment, right? Yeah. It's very important to know the difference between reality and illusion or between perceived reality and actuality. Like, it's, it's so, so important because, I don't know, when I was growing up, I always have, I always lived in, like, this imagination world or whatever where everybody was my friend. Like, if you, if you haven't heard my story, go check out Podcast 3. But um, I lived in this imaginary world where everybody was my friend and that was my perceived reality. But that wasn't, the actual reality of the situation um and scripture talks about how we live by faith not by sight but our culture teaches us to live by sight not by faith and also scripture tells us not to lean on our own understanding and that things that we understand we probably don't because we're not the creator of any relationships the only one who perfectly knows how to operate a relationship is the perfect god jesus christ anything on that kyle um i mean when it comes to friendships right Okay, we've talked about discernment and how important it is because it matters in who you surround yourself with. Yeah. If you're surrounding yourself with people that constantly break your trust or you keep putting your trust in but not receiving it back, like they're not, they're constantly questioning you instead of trusting you. I think you have to look at what's going on in that situation and really pray about it, mm -hmm. one, and definitely talk to other people that are of leadership quality around you. Also, I would say it's very important not to let your emotions get in the way of you trusting someone because emotions are temporary, but trust should last a lifetime. So don't destroy what's been built in years because your emotions get out of check. And on that, on to the second point, trusting in relationships uh, like dating and then parents. So, mm. Kyle. Well, no, no, no. Actually, I have a story. So... I'm in college, right? If you guys don't know, I'm in college. And Kobe can vouch for this story and vouch for me here because he was there. So it was, what was it? When was it? A couple of days ago, I was in class and it was a Thursday. I was in class and it was a Thursday. I vaguely, no, I very vividly remember this situation because it was, it was very traumatic for me. So I was playing basketball in the little lounge area with my friend. I'll call him Dason. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. That's not his real name. I'll call him Dason. And me and Dason were playing basketball in the little hoop thing. Oh, and I went to cross this man up like Space Jam, right? Like I was going to cross him into like the fourth dimension through a parallel universe straight through the walls of space time. So I reach out with my arm and the same with my legs. And I, I was wearing these pants. And like even when I first got them. And my mom first got them for me. I was like a gift or whatever. I was like, Mom, aren't these a little too tight? She's like, no, Jay, they're fine. They're fine. So, you know, I put them on that day. I wasn't feeling too confident. But I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit inside of me. So I still went to school wearing those pants. And all day I was like, man, it would be a shame if these things ripped. And I went to cross this man up like like, like Space Jam 9. And There's only been one Space Jam. That just emphasizes how hard the cross-up was. And I went to cross this man up. And I stepped. And I heard a... <laughs> And then literally everybody in the lounge stopped and turned slowly towards me. I was like, what? That was fine. There's nothing wrong. And then I looked down. You know what happened, Kyle? Your shoes ripped. No. My pants were ripped from the middle all the way down my inner thigh. So, like, this this wasn't a rip that you could hide. Like, it was literally half of my boxers were exposed. So, like, and, only the right leg, though? Yes. And to... It was like half and then the right leg. So to add on to the tear of the situation, Dason is in my speech class that I go to where I have to give speeches. Um, and he bust out laughing because that day it was my turn to give a speech. And I remember 
I had to cover it up somehow. So I had this Nike jacket, right? And I tied it around my waist. And, you know, I went to class acting like it was perfectly normal. And later on, a kid told me, he was like, hey, that was actually kind of fire. I like how you tied the jacket. I was like, yeah, sure, no problem, no problem. And, like, I literally told the kids I ripped my pants during my speech. So, you know, we kind of laughed about it. But what does that have to do with trust jail, you say? You well, trusted the pants. I trusted, you. I trusted my pants. I trusted that they weren't ripped. You well, they weren't going to rip. Uh, so you're I, saying you didn't trust your mom? I do, but I trusted that my pants were not going to rip. And what did they do? They ripped. They failed me. And your relationships are just like pants. Sometimes they're too tight. And you're like, ah, uh, my relationship isn't going to rip. But when you put it, hallelujah, when you put it under the stress, when you put it under the stress, glory to God, it rips. I think that's that, that just preaches for itself, Kyle. <laughs> that just preaches. <laughs> yeah. That, pre- <laughs> that just preaches for itself. I wasn't expecting you to say anything close to that nature, but oh. it, was, it was good. So thank you. Thank you. I've been working on that one for a while. Oh. Uh, well, not that long because this happened recently. But anyway, what about you? I've never been in a relationship, so I don't know what trusting is like. Sad boy hours. I mean, in a relationship, it can be, it's, it's almost like a friendship. But I mean, it's a little bit deeper. So like when... You, when you're in a friendship, right, you mm-hmm. don't constantly think, is that person cheating on me? Yeah. Right? I mean, they could be. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I've never dated anyone, so. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Like, when it comes to a friendship, you know, like, saying I'm busy, but you're really out with other friends, you just didn't want that friend, you don't like that friend. Yeah. So, but, to have that constant state of mindset that the other person is cheating on you, it's not healthy whatsoever. It's not. I mean, th- I mean, James, I know you're not in a relationship, but think about it. If you were with somebody who constantly questioned you whenever you go out with friends, whether guy or, like, with guy friends, mm-hmm. and other females might be there, and they're constantly asking you, like, did you talk to any girls, this, that, and the other, like, how how would you feel if they were constantly pestering you like that? Mm, I feel like they don't trust me. Exactly, and yeah. so it's important to trust whoever you're in a relationship with. If you can't trust that person, don't be in that relationship. If you've heard things about that person, mm-hmm. like, so I'm going to take an example. I, I have a friend who is a female, Okay. and people constantly told her. Random people, well not random, different people who've known this person for a long time, and how he's been in relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And they were all trying to tell her that he's not good, he's cheated before, he lies a lot, this, that, and the other, right? Yeah. And my friend who was a girl wasn't really listening, and she had this kind of idea that they wanted to get with him. The females that told him that, oh. told her that. And so she put this in her head of this, that they were just all trying to get to him. Yeah. And didn't want to belittle him, possibly. But they're all right in the end. And fortunately, she got hurt. <laughs> and so it's created some insecurities. But saying all of that, that comes to trusting other people. Right. Now, if it's one person persistently saying about this other person, I wouldn't go too far to trust that. I would, I would take that with a grain of salt. Because, say, I come up to you. You like this girl, right? Okay. And I come up to you. And I'm constantly saying bad things about her. Though I know you may trust me. Even though I don't do that. That sounds very realistic. Wow. Why? Oh, 
Now I know what situation you're talking about. Uh, moving on. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. Let me finish. Because okay. I forgot about the situation, but you brought it back up. Yeah. And say, I know you trust me, but on that situation, you may not have. Right? Yeah. But say if it's, it was only just me mm-hmm. and wasn't anybody else, but just me, yeah. you wouldn't take it to, you wouldn't put too much worth into that, would It you? was just you. So you didn't put too much worth into that, did you? Nope. Not at all? Nope. With somebody, right? <laughs> on to next. That's enough of our relationships. Parents, parents. On what's <laughs> without? Absolutely. All right. So on to the next topic. Wait, parenting, right? Parenting. Parenting. Me. Well, you, youth, and I both come from single parent households. That's facts. So would you say that you, youth, do you trust your parent? Yeah, I trust my dad. I trust my dad a lot. He is one who's been there for me the longest and one who's always been there for me so yeah, I trust him a lot all right even yeah. though he may not seem like I always trust him I do yeah that's nice so nice do you trust your mom uh yeah uh-huh of course that was super sarcastic what do you mean that's how I always answer questions mm-hmm uh-huh. you know your mom gonna is gonna listen to this yes I know my mom is gonna listen to this so you better so we should better said, reaffirm that mom I trust you so much <laughs> and I just love you <laughs> you're gonna tell yourself talking to that yeah point, she's gonna tell me something so <laughs> but for real though I do trust you like sometimes I may act like I don't and I do kinda wanna live my own life but she does give like all the advice that she has it comes from God so I know that I can trust what she says because it's God's word yeah. So, what about people who have issues with trusting their parents? That's what I was literally about to do. I was oh. about to ask you. So, how does your father? I'm asking you. But I'm asking you first. But I'm asking you first. I'm asking you first. Okay. Uh huh. I'm asking. I'm asking you first. <laughs> That's not a good pun. No, it wasn't. Say. Continue. Andy to anyway. Okay. So, how does your father being absent hurt you in your trust for others or in him? Hmm. Well, originally, originally I was kind of hurt, especially because I didn't know that well into the situation that was going on because it was like when I was pretty young. But, you know, now I'm stronger now because of it. I mean, he's reached out to me and we've talked a little bit and, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm pretty much, at, well, let's say, I don't know how to put this. Hmm. But, like, how has it hurt your trust with Oh, others? okay, okay, okay. Or with him, how has it hurt your Yeah, trust? I'm good now, and we're slowly rebuilding that. But, uh, originally, it wasn't really... I mean, I guess it did kind of hurt when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But I guess the whole thing with trusting others, um, that probably hurt me a lot more. Like, trusting the my peers in school mm-hmm. with all the stuff that happened uh, to me. Remember, flashback, podcast yeah. three. Podcast three, check podcast it out. Podcast three, check it out. Check it out right now. Um, but yes, it affect it definitely added to the problem. And I feel like one like one level of trust in a certain group of people definitely affects another. Like if you have home issues it's gonna affect how you trust your peers, or if you have peer issues, it's gonna affect how you trust uh like people that are younger than you, or older than you, or anybody in general. And also, since we're Christians, if people don't find us reliable and they can't trust us, they're going to go, oh, okay, I can't trust the God they serve. Yeah. Okay, so youth, what about you? So, it, this is kind of 
dipping into my testimony a little bit, you know. Uh-huh. We definitely dip, need to get that podcast dip, out. Dipping the toes in the water. Nasty. Continue. What do you mean? You've never dipped your toes in a pool before? That sounds disgusting. You, well, I can't say that. I don't have a pool. That's not what I was going to say. I know. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> All right. Trusting, trusting your mom. How's that? So, I didn't really, well, I didn't, I wouldn't say I didn't trust my mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess when I was younger, I did. So, like, growing up, like, between the ages of three to five, I, I was moving around with my mom, like, from house to house. Mm-hmm. We, I think I lived in, like, three or four different houses between the ages of three and five. Mm-hmm. Might have been three and four. I know at three, I had a babysitter. And then, between the ages of three and four, I was moving around afterwards. So, that's, that's a lot, moving around. Yeah, I know. And I then, did about the same thing, but, yeah. What I mean, you did at an older age-ish. Nah. You did about when them? I was pretty young, but um, it's not like I didn't really trust my mom, but she didn't want to be a part of our family in a way. Mm-hmm. So, cause me and my dad try me, <laughs> me and my dad, my dad and her try to work it out, tried yeah. to work it out, but it, it didn't happen. So, um, I guess that's where the first bit of trust is broken, I guess. And then I didn't figure this, I didn't find out, I didn't, I didn't find this out till later on, but. So my dad was paying child support, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you do when you go to, when somebody takes you to court over a child and you start paying child support with certain things that go into place. Yeah. So as my dad was paying child support, you know what child support is supposed to go to, as it says in the name. Child yeah. support is supposed to support the child. What it didn't do was support me. It didn't really go to me. Right. It was going to whatever my mom wanted or benefited from where my grandma wanted or benefited from, my grandpa wanted or benefited, my uncle wanted or benefited, right? Mm-hmm. And so, after that, my trust was broken with them. I didn't trust them at all. I don't want to be around them. I still don't want to be around them. And I, I just can't stand being around them. Yeah. And, um, because they're kind of annoying and stuff like that. And so, kind of having that, I guess I still hold a little bit of a burden towards them because of just how much it not necessarily hurt just how much they've lied to me and still continue to lie to me as if it hasn't happened you know um but going back with talking about my mom and the stress issues there so in October 2015 my grandfather died and then a few months later in January 2016 my mom dies so now having that trust broken by my mom's side of the family and not being able to fix it again I think really hurt a lot because now I know even though I didn't like her being around even though she was around for birthdays and Christmases and holidays and stuff like that Mm -hmm. even though she's no longer around it sucks because it's like she won't be there for prom or just at least see the pictures yeah she won't be there for graduation even though I couldn't stand her when she cheered for me because she would want the attention for herself, but still, it was she would be there. Yeah. And then she doesn't get to see me grow up anymore. And now there's no way that trust that was broken can be rekindled because she's not there. Right. And like we talked about before, the trust that we have in one group of people affects another group, so that probably affected your trust in others. Like other adults growing up maybe or did that? or Not really adults, I guess. I mean, it was more people. I was always scared somebody was going to leave me. Yeah. I, I made that really heavy. And, I, like, I've talked to that with my girlfriend. I'm like, it, 
it sucks being lied to and your trust being broken because mm-hmm. then you're like, I don't want this person to leave me again. Oh, yeah. I think that's why toxic relationships happen because your trust has been broken by other people. So now that you feel like you've had a relationship where this person is kind of staying, even though they're treating you badly, you're like, I don't want this person to leave. And you carry that past relationship into the newer one. Mm-hmm. And so regardless, regardless of relationship, you carry it with you. It could have been a friendship. It could have been a relationship. It could have been uh, uh child to parent relationship mm-hmm. could have been any sort of relationship and you continue to carry that baggage with you and it affects you and how you take a new relationship up yeah so before we jump into the big final one wait there's a big, there's a smaller one between what, what smaller one trusting yourself oh okay but even before that i think we need to read psalms 56 okay i'm gonna let you read that one this one's about to be long it's only third it's only 14 verses because it's 1 through 13 verses. 1 through 13 all right <clears throat> i'm gonna try to make this as interesting to you guys as possible all right be gracious to me O god for man tramples on me all day long an attacker oppresses me my enemies trample on me all day long for many attack me proudly when i'm afraid i put my trust in you in god whose word i praise in god i trust i shall not be afraid what can flesh do to me all day long they injure my cause All their thoughts are against me for evil. They stir up strife, they lurk, they watch my steps, and they wait for my life. For their crime will they escape, in wrath cast down the peoples, O God? You have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. This I know, that God is for me. In God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. All right. Well, actually, yeah, I'll keep reading. What can man do to me? I must perform my vows to you, O God. I will render thank, off, thank offerings. Yeah, thank offerings to you, for you have delivered my soul from death. Yes, my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. That's why I wouldn't read the whole thing, because right there, David is talking about mortal man, flesh. Yeah. How can it stand against me when I put my trust in you? Yeah. How can it even come close to? You? touching me making me feel oppressed trampling me giving me fear when i put my trust in you hmm. very cool indeed anything else you have oh to you say? need me to have more pa- yes <laughs> very cool <laughs> indeed. Passion. just do you have anything else to kind of add on to that no i think we're pretty good for that one and i think this one's the biggest one for me the next one's the biggest one for me and that's trusting yourself and when i when i say that i mean in relation to sin and other factors like becoming a trustworthy person so how do you how do you trust yourself in relation to? Well, I should probably answer first. No, I'll, I'll go ahead and answer. Oh, first. All right. So how do you trust I yourself? I feel like in your relation? answer is probably more personal in yeah, terms of. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, trusting yourself is all personal. Yeah. But I feel like you have probably a better answer than I do in terms of Man. how how passionate it is, how affected you are by that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I have a self confidence self confidence issues, so. Sometimes it's hard for me to trust my own ability, yeah. which would be trusting myself. But I've been working on it for the most part. I mean, I'm starting to trust myself in my own abilities, but and trusting in my own abilities. But for me to trust my abilities in Christ, right? I'm starting to work on that a whole lot more. That's more important because <clears throat> I can only do so much as a human, but God can do so much greater in me. Right. All right. Good. Um. Okay. So. In relation to sin, uh, well, the book of Psalms talks about the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So we don't even know how, like, the extent to how wicked we can be. 
So I would say, well, in relation to the bad things I can do, I don't even know how capable I am because I don't even know my own limits, you know? Like, I don't know, like, what's the extent I would go to or... Like, we always talk about how strong we are, and we won't we won't do that. But I'm pretty sure, like, I know a lot of my friends have given into peer pressure yeah. and all that. And they trusted themselves to be like, okay, I can hold back. I'm not going to do that because everybody else is doing it. But then they go and fall in with the same exact thing. Yeah. So in relation to sin, I would say definitely I have no, like, trust in myself to resist. But, but, Scripture does say, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And yes, it is saying you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength, but realize where the strength is coming from. It's coming from Christ. So like you said, in relation to sin, I don't trust myself at all. I trust that God's power, or like through prayer, like by praying to God and asking him to give me the strength to get through something, or by reading the Bible, and there might be something in there that helps me, that helps give me enough strength to get through that moment. Um, but And that also leads into becoming a more trustworthy person, like... I feel like you can only become a more trustworthy person through practice. Yeah. Like, it's not something that you can, like, read, like, a wiki how with pictures and, and like, stuff. And, like, instantly become trustworthy. Yeah, it's I think process. It, like we talked about, it's something you, it takes years to build. It's something you have to work on and work yeah. at. Like, so, again, we were talking about how trust means reliability, right? Mm-hmm. For this podcast, we have to show up and be present to talk about stuff, right? And so... You trust me that I'm going to be here when we set a date and we're like, this is when we're going to record. Yeah. You trust me to be there. Yeah. And so that has taken more than what? One podcast to build that uh, affirmation and trust in, right? I mean, not really because I've known you since I was like in kindergarten, but yeah. But I mean, okay, so take Jonathan, for example. Well, Jonathan's pretty trustworthy anyway. Like the moment (laughs) I met him, I trusted that man. (laughs) That man is so like chill. Like how can you not trust Jonathan? But anyway. That's facts. Okay, let's take it. Say if we added a new person in the no dream, right? Okay. And you didn't know them. Okay. It would take you more than just one or two podcasts of them showing up before you gave that trust and affirmation in, right? Oh, well, I, I see the point that you're getting at. Yeah. But I generally, like, this is bad. Like, don't do this. But I generally, like, I trust people too, like, soon. Too easily. Yeah, I trust too easily. That's like, I'm a, like, I'm a... I'm the most extroverted introvert you'll ever meet. So, like, I'll tr- like I, I'll think the whole time, but I, I trust people like super, super quickly. I mean, I kind of do too, but I guess I'm more observant when I, when I go, like, meet people for the first time. I kind of like want to get a sense of what they're like. But I don't know other people who approach me in ways that I've seen before. Yeah. Like we talked about trust and past certainty and past experiences, and so like. If somebody's done something in the past and they've done they've shown that their reaction to something's gonna be the same multiple times, yeah. then you trust that they're gonna react that same mm-hmm. exact way. Yeah. Alright. Um wait, I have something else on. Alright. Um for a long time, like personally I'd rely on myself and I still kinda of find myself falling back onto that. Like I personally would trust in my own abilities before I trusted in somebody else's. Um and I feel like that was a result, like you guys heard in my testimony. Um, like I trust people way too soon I don't know how to give up on people that well So like if somebody's hurt me I'll probably trust them again And I give people like way too many chances And I I don't know Like now I feel like I'm It's a slow It's a slow thing But I'm learning to trust In other people's abilities Besides my own Aww, Like sometimes thanks. I still I didn't say you <laughs> I, I still I'm still learning You know Like sometimes I'd rather do things myself Because I trust myself more than I trust others but I'm still learning to put my trust in others. Like, 
for me at work, I'm like that. Because I know other people, they don't get the job done like I do. Yeah. And so I trust. Or like, I do it good. I do yeah. it good or, like, I know how, like, my manager or my boss wants it. Yeah. And so then I do it anyway. And I don't give them the ability to grow in that. Yeah. Like, they have to learn from their own mistakes. And they I can't be good if you don't allow them to them. practice That's what you're trying to. All right. So, finally, trusting God. And so, luckily, the oh, passage oh. goes right along with this. It, so I think, it does? I think we should open up in this first. Mm-hmm. That's nice. In Proverbs 3, and I'm going to read 1 through 12. Oh, a bit long. Okay. All right. But, it, but it's, it looks pretty short, actually. All right. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. My son, do not forget my teaching, okay. but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace, they will add to you. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart, so you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. And all your in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. Wow! Do not what be not wise in your own eyes. Oh, Fear nice. the Lord and turn away from evil. Preach by the Kyle. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Mm, Honor the that. Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him who he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. Wow. I want my vats to be overflowing and bursting with wine (laughs) and whatever else he said. Modelo. No, I I prefer sparkling grape juice or something. Martinelli. Yeah, Martinelli. My vats bursting with Martinelli. Well, that'd be dope. Ooh, wow. That sounds like a good song. <laughs> vats bursting well, with Martinelli. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. Um. <laughs> uh, so let's let's break that down a little bit. Okay. But I think like you've you've already touched on it already. The main verse: trusting the Lord and not leaning on our own understanding. Right, and our understanding is skewed and broken and messed up. And we don't even know ourselves. So if we don't know if we can trust ourselves to resist something, you need something that's unshakable that you can always put your trust in. And I don't see how people, like, there's there's some people that walk around, like, expecting the sky to, like, fall on them or something. Or they're always, like, somebody's about to jump them or attack them from any random Yeah, and, like, they have no trust in, like, anything. Like, they're always constantly worried about everything. Oh, you but, mean, like, the people who wear the tinfoil hats? Yes. And that even applies to the current situation <laughs> right now. Like, a lot of people are worried and scared. But, I mean, yes, there is a certain level of... Precaution. Yeah. That has to I be mean, I'm not saying don't be scared. Like, ignorance is bliss. I'm not talking about that. I'm not, I'm not saying don't be, like, wary. But I'm also saying don't be relaxed. Like, no. Okay. Don't go out into the stores and buy all the toilet paper. But... Go to the store and buy some toilet paper. Exactly. If you need it. Because there's some people that really do need it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we also earlier we talked about God's plans for our life, right? And trusting in that that you know God has given us the the power to accomplish that goal that He set for us. And I know I've had talks with people about do they believe in the concept of fate or destiny? And like I believe destiny is like literally God's plan for me, right? So, Anna, do you believe? that like there's a there's a set path that we're supposed to take i believe so that there's a set path that 
each event has built close to the set path yeah. as we walk down it. Yeah. I mean, on the way. opposite end, though, we do have freedom of choice. But, I mean, from God's pr- eternal perspective, like, he lives outside of time and space. So, to him, there's one path. But to us, it seems like there's infinitely many. Well, I mean, for us, okay, if you try to think about it, mm-hmm. my brain starts to hurt, bro. My brain normally doesn't hurt when I try to Wait, think if about I it. think about it, your brain's going to hurt? Yes. Think, 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 think. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because, like, if you try to expand your knowledge to the knowledge of God. Yeah. It won't happen because it can't happen. Right. Because you can't think that far. Our brains are carnal and made of flesh and they get tired. So I like using this analogy. I'm a big analogy guy. (coughs) So. (gasps) I coughed. I'm okay, guys. Don't worry. Continue. Hide in the corner. All right. (laughs) Coughed twice. And you sneezed once and coughed. I've sneezed once. Sneezing is worse than coughing. No, it's not. Boy, go on. Say what you meant. All right. So I like using this analogy of we're in a forest mm-hmm. and it's completely foggy and we can't see with our eyes. We can only see as, as far as we can stretch out our hand. That's as far as we can see. Right. And is that a lot? No. Even if you have long arms, that's still not a lot, right? Right. But God, who's in the sky, he's it's like a sky. bird who can see the whole entire forest. And he's the one who puts lights in the forest to help guide us nice analogy Kyle very nice analogy. and so sometimes it's hard to see a light because it might be too far away but we're having to trust and put our faith in him that he's leading us in that way yeah and I think it's so freeing to like I wouldn't say not have to worry about some well actually yeah so freeing to have the worries and burdens that you have like off of your shoulders and giving them to God like trusting in God it's definitely like if if you're in a position where you're worried about something, trust in them. I mean, that's going to take a lot of the burden off off your shoulders. I'm not saying shirk off your responsibilities, like throw off the things that you have to do and that you're supposed to do. Yeah. But at the, the same time. Things that make you anxious and worry and fearful. Like it's unhealthy. Like yeah. in a healthy level of worry, like you're literally scared. Like like pray about it. Talk to God. He like you're scared, you. you're scared to go outside. Yeah, it talks about cast your cares on him for he cares for you. So, um... Let's see what else. Oh, another interesting point that I wrote down. So how I've I've had some people talk to me about like they've asked me how can how can we as Christians live this life? Like how how do we expect to live to such a high standard that God has set for us um, when we as humans aren't capable of that? And another part of that is like you said, we as humans aren't capable of that. And the standard doesn't come until like you've truly like okay, I can pray. And ask Christ, like, to come into my life and all that. But if I'm not really trying to live it, yeah. then I won't really feel those that standard. I won't feel that expectation placed on me. As you won't bear the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. So it's not. It won't feel like a requirement if you're not really like living for Christ. But if you really, if you're living for Christ, it won't even feel like a requirement. You want to do it. Like so. Something I hear all the time from like non-believers or just new Christians. They're like, I don't want to follow these rules. Right. Me and you, we don't see them as rules. No, they just come automatically. They come automatically because we follow them because we're pursuing Christ. Right. And that's what he's commanded us to do. Mm-hmm. And we don't see them as rules. We see them as just something that is a distraction. Yep. Right? And th- oh, go ahead. And so, like, take excessive drinking, for example. Right. Drinking itself is not bad. Right? Mm-hmm. Having having a cold one with the boys, a cold one with the boys every once in a while is not bad. I just drink Sprite. But doing it excessively is where it becomes a problem because yeah. then it becomes an idol. Yeah. 
Right. But we have to be careful even having a cold one with the boys because then that opens that gateway for Satan to... To a cold one with the girls. Yeah. And then a cold one with everybody. Because then Satan can work his way in and destroy you from that point. And then you'll be... Before you know it, you'll have died and be in hell having a hot one with the devil. See what I did there? That was a good... No? No. Oh, man. I was kind of proud of that one. It's very momentary. Um, well, there's... Throughout history, right? You, we've seen examples of people that have put their trust in God and even been killed for it. Like, they've, they've decided that they want to live this Christian life and because of it, they've been killed for it. And they have that, that much trust that God... When God said that He was going to prepare a place for us and that we go to heaven after we die, He had that much trust that that's what was going to happen. Or they had that much trust that was going to happen. And they were like brutally tortured and murdered various ways. And in the Old Testament, it, it talks about, I don't know the exact verse. Probably should have looked it up before the podcast. Yeah. But it says, though they slay me yet well. No, it's a song. What? Um, It's like the cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back. No turning. Yeah, that's the song. Yeah, no turning back. And uh, one of the verses uh, says, though they slay me yet will I trust him. So... It's this level of trust that goes beyond all understanding. Like, even when Stephen in the Bible was getting stoned. Not our Stephen. Yeah. But Stephen in the Bible was getting stoned. He had that level of trust. He was so at peace with the level of trust in God that he had. That he, like, scripturally says he went to sleep. Like, yeah. right there while they were throwing rocks at him. And these weren't, like, pebbles. They were, like, millstone. Like, like, double-handed, like, giant rocks that they so were throwing like, at him. take your right hand, take your left hand, and imagine there's a stone that fits between it yeah. or like take a football for example and you fit something in be- and you fit a stone that heavy in between that yeah that's the kind of that's, stone that's and that just shows the level of peace that he had like he literally closed his eyes and like even even then scripture talks about how the heavens opened up and he saw jesus was standing for him like he had that he had that level of trust in christ that no matter what he went through it and it's i'm skipping ahead a little bit here but it's all in reliance on christ mm-hmm. like you know we talk about um, I've heard a lot of atheists talk about how Christianity is a crutch for the weak, and yes, it is a crutch for the weak because we are we're, we're all weak. weak. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is something I do every day. It's a daily decision to get up and rely on God and trust that, you know, He's got you. He'll be with you always. Yeah. So, any closing comments? Um, I mean, trusting God is sometimes a hard thing. Yeah. Because you either want to rely on yourself and think you can do it some days. Or you may not see his plan, so it's hard to trust in him. Yeah. I know I I still somewhat do. I struggle with that when it comes to what he's what he's called me to do. Mm-hmm. And so for me to trust in that when I can't see that far. Yeah. It's hard. It's like walking through the dark. Yeah. Again, walking through a foggy forest. Except you have a voice guiding you. You do. Or you somebody know. leading you by the hand, literally. That they like, know the, ha- the path they can see. A game we've played before at the children's church was we blindfolded the kids. Or an FCA. Or an FCA. We Back blind, in high school. We blindfolded kids and we grabbed them by the hand mm-hmm. and we they had to trust in us that we were tra- trailing them the right way yeah. to where to the spot we were trying to end them with. And so that's that's kind of the analogy that you have to do with God. As you're as you as you're blindfolded and can't see, he's guiding you by the hand. Even though it's not physically he's guiding you by the hand, he's guiding you. Yeah. Um, I guess all I have to say is relationships can be restarted and healed, but not through your power. Like, if you're able to fix a relationship on your own, and yes, you can do it with words, but it won't be 
to the same standard or a higher level than it was before. But if you want a relationship to continue growing or to be fixed, um, I encourage you, seek God on it. Pray, read your Bible. Even if you're not a Christian, pray. Check out what scripture has to say about trusting others. Um, because I guarantee you, like now, looking back, a lot of the relationships that you might have broken off, they it seems like it's been over small things, like small insignificant things. And even if it wasn't, you know, be the bigger person. Go and talk to that person. See what's up. Because things might be different than they were back then. Yeah. Um. Now, updates, right? Mm-hmm. Um, wow. We're, we're in a... I wouldn't say it's a difficult place. Um, we definitely want the channel to grow faster and all that. But we realize it's going to take patience and time. And I thank you guys for being patient and, you know, staying with us as we learn how to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. On that note, we finally, well, I finally, we finally, yeah, because I mean, actually, so, but we finally have music, well, well, in production, like it's in production. Um, I know Exodus definitely has his stuff out right now, so you can go and check on that. But, you know, the first song that I will be on will be coming out soon. I don't know how soon, but we definitely have the beat and all that ready, and we're still working on, like, the lyrics and recording and all that. But that's in motion. I'm super excited. It's going to come out super well. And I don't know if it's going to be one song. I don't know if it's going to be an EP. But I'm super excited for it. We have the next few podcasts uh, lined up. And we want them to be over some some deeper subjects. And also, we want to have some funnier ones, like some lighthearted ones. Another blog yeah. coming maybe soon, depending on how long this virus thing goes on. We're hoping it's pretty soon that we're able to get the ball rolling on some vlogs. On some more video videos. Like we've done, we've had stuff where we want to actually go out and make content. Like challenges we want to do in the gym. Um, like different things we can do in public. Um, maybe even like gaming and stuff that you guys want to see. So let yeah. us know if you want to see that. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, also, um, this isn't exactly what I was supposed to tell you guys. But we also have merch ideas. So if you guys would ever want merch... This is probably we're probably gonna reannounce this uh, once the channel gets a little bit bigger. But we also have merch ideas, so if you guys would like merch, then let us know because that's something we're working on, and it would be pretty cool to see that you guys are excited about it just as much as we are. Yeah, we have no limit. We can go past the ceiling, go past the moon, go past the stars. And don't forget, we got oh no dream, but the one dream. Plays the one king. Wait, yeah, pay the one king. We don't pay the king. He he, he pays us. Kind of. Zero, zero, one. No dream, but the one dream. Press the one king. No dream you? No dream you. Out. Gone. Aha. Yeah.